Coming up on episode 28 of Nosebleed Seats, Mayweather-McGregor happened. We give all kinds of reaction and feedback. We talk a lot of NFL action. And is Vance the greatest or worst name you've ever heard? We get weird with Wolchuk with some peep talk. Eric Chiafalo's got biggest L, biggest dub. The NBA trades are happening, and we talk about it. Coming up next on the show everyone can afford to listen to, Nosebleed Seats. It's about that time for some Nosebleed Seats to show everyone can afford to listen to episode 28. 28, man. Darren Woodson, all-time leading tackler. Now I'm going Marshall Falk He is an show effa. Yes, he is. He's a gold jacket man. He is? He looks good in gold. Daryl Green, you another 28. You look good in gold. You got gold, you. You got gold headphones What do you think of right my phones, now? my they head? They look good. They're new. Yeah? They look clean They're not fresh. that new. I just haven't busted them out in here. Gosh, I hate when you don't bust it out. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. We are the Nosebleed Seats. And we missed you last Tuesday, but we did bring you a special edition show. Live from Vegas. Live from Vegas. We partied. We did. We podcasted. We did. We're professionals, man. We did what we had to do. We came. We saw. We conquered. We'll recap all that is to talk about. Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor. I still haven't recovered no. from Vegas. I'm still a little fooked. Oh well, I'm I'm, I'm feeling it for sure. I mean that that did I some wear and tear. I think I'm still drunk. Uh, you should be because yeah. I know you started. Well, it was a party drunk, and then you came about Sunday morning. It started depression drunk for a Walchick over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Saturday night didn't go as Walchick planned. Rub salt in the wounds. Well, that I know that pocketbook's hurting you right now. Very bad. You were killing it on the craps table. And then I bet it all. Yes, you did. And I lost it all. You son of a gun. But we'll take it on the chin. You put it in. Oh, McGregor did. Shh. First things first, though, I think we need to uh, send some thoughts and prayers to our friends in Houston. Yes, no question. Hurricane Harvey, and it touches close to home. Uh, our producer, Mr. Zachary Babb. Grew up in Houston, That's Cyprus. family, man. That's family. Still has family there right now. Sure does. Now, Bab, talk to me. How are they? It's kind of bizarre. I've been worried sick about it. They're, my neighborhood in Houston is on like an island right now. You can't get out of the neighborhood or get in, but it's like everywhere else is flooded, but where they are is wow. perfectly dry, and they have power. It's the only dry, powerful place in there in the entire Is it in a cul-de-sac? Is it yeah, like a like, little cul-de-sac? No, it's just a straight up, a straightaway wow. street, and just that this this little pocket of the neighborhood. It? Everybody is fine. else is car deep in water, and Bab's mom is out laying by the pool. Some biblical just stuff, a, bro. Just another Tuesday for Bab's mom. Is this a? Is this just a typical like a sunny day in the neighborhood? Everywhere else is swirling winds, black skies. You can see it in a distance, but just over really Bab's house is just a sun. There's angels playing off in the distance serenading his mother while she lays out in a 2 p.m. Rainbow? Yes. Oh, the there's back. a little rainbow, but not from the hurricane. Let me look at charms. From, yeah. Yeah, that, that is incredible, Bab. Well, I'm happy to hear that. No, because thank I've God. Seen no, seriously. photos where Bad stuff, man. sharks are literally swimming in the highway. Alligators. All, yes, alligators in backyards, water all the way up to highway signs. Uh, my dad's office is three stories, two feet of those totally underwater. This wow. dude was jet skiing down the highway. 
I showed Bab a video yesterday where these dudes, this dude's in his truck and he's pulling people on a tube, and they're and it's not like saving them. It's like we're rate, we're having a good time. Oh, they're playing. We're gonna, it. Yeah, we're gonna make the most of this. Oh wow. There's some glass half full guys. I kind of respect. Yeah, that's true great. That. There's, there's, yeah, absolutely. There's if you a can great find happiness. There's a great video. I think ABC News put it out of a street in Dickinson, which is a town just about maybe 30 minutes south of Houston or so of a just one of the main streets just completely flooded and there are like 15 boats in it just moving every which direction it looks like a lake but then there's like power lines and stuff sticking out of the water <laughs> and you realize insane. it's a street it's incredible because we're talking about it now but i have bab's mom not even knowing there's a hurricane she's calling she's trying to order pizza and she doesn't understand why, why no one's answering why, why am why? i not getting my tuesday pizza by the pool why the dominoes is why, under why, three and a half three and a half right feet now? of water like, man, what a time, Bab. What a, that is just incredible. Kind of weird. It is bizarre. But we're in a great hey, way. Listen, we couldn't be happy. God That's bless the nosebleed touch right there. Are we going to take right. credit for that? Should we? No. No. I don't think okay. we should do all right. that. Well, I don't think we should do that. Um, happy for you, right, though, Bab. But have, and and Bab, I got to say, I thought you were at your best on Saturday night or on Friday night for that early hours of Saturday morning. Oh, my gosh. At, at Girl Collection. Well, and you see what happens when, he, when you get a few drinks in Bab. You get a few drinks in him, and the guy's He's just, looser. Oh, he is so We loose. gave him a lot of slack the entire night, though. I mean, yeah. this was uncharted and he, waters And he for took this advantage guy. of it. He took advantage of he it. He handled it like a pro. Gosh, man, I've never seen him in that environment. He just thrived. <laughs> You're not a Game of Thrones watcher. No. Actually, I got a little something for some Game for of Thrones For my Game of Thrones watchers out there, Bab is Podrick. The dude is a magic man. Bab, and if he's people, anything if like you, you watch that show, Game of Thrones, you'll understand that reference. All right. Well, I don't. So I know uh, you don't because I, I, you like to knock that show, the greatest show on television. Listen, I got words for it a little bit later. You yeah. better not forget. Yeah, that's because I'm going to shove those words. Yeah, in the biz, right we call that mouth. a tease, baby. All right, guys, let's get into what happened Saturday night. Uh, Are you sure you're going to be able to stay emotional? Yeah, 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 I'm good. The T-Mobile Arena. In Las Vegas, we did not stay in Vegas for this fight. I got back. I actually went to the Cowboys game. Yeah, it was amazing how you pulled that off. Then you were at the, the game Cowboys early, game. Next thing I know, teleported we're, we're over. I, got, I hopped on my dragon. I flew back. We're and, sitting uh, in the nosebleed seats watching the fight, man. No, no, no. I came back. I, I, I didn't stay with you. I didn't stay with you. I was not there. I came back, watched it with my boys, watched it with my family. I was chilling with the boys, and we were watching it. Me and Bab at the Girl Collection. Yeah, you guys stayed because you decided to jump on uh, the money team. And sure did. I guess you guys like to ride with— It paid uh, off, baby. It paid off. With the front runners because my man, the notorious one, Connor McGregor, Lost by TKO in the 10th round Ooh, to Floyd. That does not feel good. Money Mayweather, it did not feel good. It looks painful coming out of your mouth right now. Yeah, no, and I got texts, and I got I got a lot of heat. And you got picks, don't you? People were saying, dumbest thing you ever said. How could you actually believe that? Walchick, you're an idiot. I can't uh, believe how stupid I'll take you are. It all. Gosh, what's I, wrong with I you? I eat my pie. I eat it. I lost so much respect for you this Fine weekend, Walchick. Fine with me. I don't care. Tell me my guy didn't win the first three rounds of that fight. Okay. Your analysis sucks, Walchuk. Um, oh my gosh, how could you? I think that Connor made that fight very, very competitive. My Walchuk, thoughts on so it awful. are that he brought the best out of Floyd Mayweather. Was that not the most entertaining Floyd Mayweather we've we've seen in 15 years? Oh, no question. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last fight that was that fun to watch that had Floyd Mayweather Jr. in it. As much Maybe as we hyped it up, and that Canelo. was just it was just the environment the other night in Vegas when we were hyping it up during our show. But I was not, I didn't think it was going to be half as entertaining as it ended up being. And I don't and, think you're alone. And I thank Floyd for that because 
I was expecting him to be all standy, standoffish like he was in the first three rounds. He ended up wretching it up. That ended up being seemingly his game plan, and he executed it flawlessly, man. He reeled McGregor in, and then he pounced on him in the ninth. McGregor almost went night-night, baby. Yeah, he almost did. Now, I will say uh, they wasn't given the chance to. Do you think, did they call it too soon? At the time, and we talked about this a little bit, at the time, I did not think so. I was concerned. Right in the moment? And I tweeted it out, and I said, fatigue is, sitting, is setting in. Con damn it, concern for Connor. You know, right here. Uh, and he was wobbly, and he was back up against the ropes. When they called it at the time, I thought, ah, damn it. It, it wasn't going to happen. And I still don't think Connor would have come back and won that fight. Listening to him afterwards, and we've got some audio to play of that, but I don't think I've got his exact comments regarding. He basically said it was fatigue. And when he compared to the Diaz 2 fight, which was very similar, at the end of the second round, Nate Diaz got on a rally. Yep. He had Connor wobbled. He, it looked like he had Connor rocked, and it was going to be a, a same situation as the first fight. He looked like he was seconds away from getting knocked out in that fight for the final two rounds of he that did. fight. I mean, we're talking 10 minutes of fighting where I'm thinking at any given second, Connor's collapsing to the floor. And Connor came back and really dominated the fourth and fifth round to win by decision. Yep. So when he talked about he goes through these periods of fatigue in his fights, and he references that, and as a fan of somebody that's watched all of his fights, he's, he's right. And I do think his justification, he talked about how even his sparring, rounds 8, 9, 10, he kind of dipped a little bit. He couldn't see the end of it. And then 11 and 12, he, he sits on the stool. He can see the finish line. There's six minutes left. He kind of gets his second wind in him. Yep. I could see that, and, and maybe what happened. I'd have liked it to go to decision. I thought it was the judges didn't have it close. Floyd would have won by decision unanimously. But the people that I think, I don't know what they were watching, I had this thing like 86, 87, 84 Floyd going in if, if 10 had a finished. I feel like Floyd, I mean, uh, excuse me, Connor won the first three rounds. I feel like that was pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. And then I think he probably won one more in there. I don't know if it was six or seven or what eight. it was. Round okay, eight. eight. All right, looked like he won that one, but you could tell Floyd was obviously winning that fight. And I do, and I am curious as someone who does watch Connor as much as you do and care about him as much as you do, do you think he would have lasted the 12 rounds or would he ended up on the floor if they let that thing continue? What do you think? I don't see Connor having gotten getting knocked down. And if they give him a 10 second count, I think he recovers and gets back up. The only way I don't think he would have finished it out is if his corner stepped in. And I guess, I, I understand boxing's different than, than UFC and MMA because there's no immediate pounce like Connor talked about. So in the UFC, you land a shot, a fighter's wobbly and rocked, he goes down. One, you have the opportunity to ground and pound, get on top and end this thing. Which Connor was trying to do oh, damn near Connor, half the fight. Connor it was threw, great. I was he just threw some strikes in his face. Obviously, you know I was disappointed I in that. But he did. You could tell he wanted to body slam him. He wanted to hammer fist him in the back of the head. Till he died. Those rabbit punches. Yes, he did. Look, and at 12-6, hammer fist is illegal in the UFC. That's DQ. And he used it he at least that 15 several times. times. Yeah, he did. It was great. Now, he landed more punches than Manny Pacquiao did in 12 rounds. Uh, you can, you know, Max Kellerman, who notoriously said, look, he doesn't think Connor's going to land a single punch. He countered and said he, he landed 10 to 12 clean ones, maybe one to two that had power. His best chance was that uppercut he landed in the first round. And he tried to come back over with that right. And he just didn't have his, I don't know if it was the range. I don't know if it was the angle. But it was just different for him. And he couldn't get adjusted because that's 
that's really what makes him so good is his combinations and his accuracy in landing those combinations. So in the MMA and the UFC, when he's fought Eddie Alvarez, when he's fought Chad Mendez, the Aldo fight was a one and done. Sure, that, that that's kind of a one in a million weird situ situation, weird scenario. But you watch his other fights by TKO. He'll land one. He lands the follow-up against Alvarez, who is three. It was boom, boom, boom. Then he jumps and pounces. He never got that second clip on Floyd to really put Floyd in danger at all through that fight. And you can credit Floyd and his defensive abilities, no question. But I think the big thing in this fight was maturity, was ring experience. And, and I think experience is what won Floyd Mayweather this fight. And I think he knows that the skill was there from Connor. The talent was there from Connor. And that was something that nobody was giving him credit for coming into this one. And I think he proved a lot of doubters wrong with the way that he performed inside the ring. I'm with you 100%. Can I get that, uh, what was that, the boom, boom, boom? Is that the triple, the triple boom? The triple deke, baby. Sounded good. Boom, that boom, little, boom. There was a little music in there. There's a song about that. We're going to figure that out. Bab, I'm about to put you to work here in a second. Let's There's a listen, boom, boom, uh, boom. It's like a Black Eyed Peas song or well, something. Let's listen to some of these cuts, Bab, because I didn't I didn't tell you to get them for a reason here. Let's listen to what Floyd had to say afterwards. We're going to go cut 58 here, Bab. This was him uh, initially right after the fight. We've got a couple. We might just bang through them. So let's do uh, 58. 59 and 60 all unanimously, Bab, if we can, because they're all quick. Okay, we are going to take a second here. What's happening? Why? Uh we we gotta we gotta log in. We gotta log in. Oh uh, technical, technical D's. Pull up that email, give me the password again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we are. I guess this thing times. We found out ourselves you, uh... back in Silent Land. Yeah. I guess technical this thing, difficulty uh... land. This thing times out if you don't if you don't click on links fast enough. Screw links, man. Listen, I'm telling you, there's a there, there's a there's a black eyed piece. I can song. look it up. I know what it is. I'm about to send it to you. It's I know what it is too. All right, now we gotta we gotta throw Walchuk's boom 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 over theirs. So we need theirs to go away. And we're gonna turn this into a song. Walchuk, you just gave us some good stuff there. Oh, man. I like this song. This is a good song. Oh, the song we're hearing. Yeah, yeah, you can hear it. I can hear it. Yeah, coming. it's bumping. <laughs> Bumping pretty good. I have to wait for ads to play. You got to give us. This a is great. This is really good, though. Give me a minute. It's got some good bass to it. I already mentioned. I already put voice to the technical D's we're going through. Okay. But this is it right here, and then we're gonna put yours over it in a second. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Get that. Get that. Gotta get that. That's what we're gonna put your boom boom booms over. Okay, okay. We're gonna put we're gonna put Bab to work, and Bab's gonna bring do some masterpieces. Do we somehow need copyrights from the Black Eyed Peas for this? No, this is you. This is your. This is. Uh, well, I am. This is your remix. I'd like to re remix your song. All right, so we'll say we'll say. Uh, well, I guess we can check keep partying to Will I Am for right now. Yeah, check your text. Bab's we're like, still trying to find. Where's the password? Gosh, we don't know where the password is. This is so unprofessional. Yeah, no, it is. I I gave him the password. I'm wearing a collared T-shirt in here, by the way. You know, I came in here. Strictly business. You actually and are. This is how uh, you do me. I thought your shirt was going to be off. I put my pants on because this is our first YouTube show. Yeah, and that bothered me. By on the, the way. channel. Just be yourself. Typically, be yourself. This is not on. I'm reballing. I don't. Nothing. I don't. Are you nothing? Wait. So you are wearing underwear too? I've got briefs on too. Who are you? This I. I'm clothed. I'm a clothed man. You're sick. I, is it sick? Just be yourself. That's all. I am. I am being space. myself. It is very safe. But I don't know how mom and dad would feel about walking in and little Johnny. Mom always loves you, right? She has to. Dad yeah. never did. 
gosh. That guy. Dad never did. That guy. All right, Babs ready. Babs just gave it the thumbs up. So okay. let's go. Let's go. Let's blow through this. And then we got to get to Waltzik's uh, song of the year. He's a tough competitor. And um, I think we gave the fans what they wanted, wanted to see. I told him that I owe them for the Pacquiao fight. I must come straight ahead and get the fans a show. And I think I, that's what I gave him. First time we've he seen did. him do that. He, he finally gave us a show. He did that. He knew he had to. And I think that's a little bit. The only reason he did that is because he knew he w- just wasn't going to lose. He wasn't McGregor was not going to beat him, and he felt confident he could get all up in there, and he was not going to get knocked out. So it's a little bit of an indictment on Connor. Yeah, he backed it up, but he gave Connor some props. But it well. was fun. I, I enjoyed every second of the fight, and I wasn't expecting to necessarily. 0-5-9. He's a lot better than I thought he was. He used different angles. Um, he was a tough competitor, but I was the better man tonight. Had to throw that last our part in there. Our game plan was to take our time, he was. go to him, let him shoot all his heavy shots early, and then take him out at the end, down the stretch. And that was smart. It was really, it was Rocky Three. If you've seen Rocky Three, Rocky Balboa versus Mr. T. Now, granted, Mr. T knocked out Rocky, and they rematched, and Rocky got him. In the, but he, he really kind of did the same thing. Mr. T comes in, all kinds of knockout power, huffing and puffing, and just basically blows all of his power shots and tires out in the later rounds. And then Rocky comes back, and that's what Floyd did. Floyd allowed Connor to come out because he, that's how Connor fights. He's always been premier in the first couple rounds, first round and a half. And then, like Connor said, he gets a little fatigued in the middle there, but then he usually comes through at the end. But that fatigue in the middle cost him in this one, and you can't do that when you're fighting the best ever. Those kind of mistakes, he fell right into Floyd's game plan with that one. 100%. Did they say anything else of note? Uh, Floyd concluded uh, cut 64. Also gave Connor some more love and, and officially said he's done. Heard that before. This was my last fight tonight, ladies and gentlemen. My last fight. That's for certain, no matter what's in front of you. For sure. Tonight was my last fight, for sure. Um, I, I choose, I choose, tonight I, cho- I chose the right dance partner to dance with. Connor McGregor, you're a hell of a champion. And to the country of Ireland, we love you guys. We love you for all the money you just made me. There was so much Can't money thank made. You enough. He picked the dancer that he knew wouldn't outshine him on the dance floor. Um, of course, it was yeah. the perfect. It was might the perfect have outshined him a little dancer, bit in the build up. He picked the dancer, but in the ring, who never did. He picked a dancer who's been a, made a career on singing. He showed up in a dance competition, and he delivered a heck of a fight. And Floyd Mayweather answered the call. He answered the call. He answered the call. He answered the call. He answered right the call. He did it. Connor, and I've uh, never seen anyone answer the call stop, like You can stop speaking now. Uh, Connor McGregor, this will be cut 66, Bam, gave his thoughts on the fight. And really, anytime we get to hear Connor talk, this might be the last time we get to hear it for a while. Is this him answering the call right here? He's, he answered the call, and then he talks about how he answered the call. On the phone? And his thoughts on the phone? On the call. Okay, sweet. I don't know. I, thought I took the early rounds pretty handy. He had to change his style. And fair play to him, he did. He adjusted. He changed his style, put the hands up and walked forward. He's composed. He's not that fast, he's not that powerful, but boy, is he composed in there. So he was making me throw when he was patient with his shots. I do find it interesting that McGregor doesn't go as far as to say that Floyd is composed in the ring, but he does give him that, hey, listen, you are composed, don't get me wrong, but you're not quite composed. Not quite composed. Now, if we listen to some other cuts, you might hear the word poised. Really? You okay, might. so he, he may so he gives him composed and he gives him poised, but he does not give him composed, which is the ultimate sign of respect. Let's let's listen uh to more of what Connor said here. 
cut 70, Bab. He continues on with what he was saying. I'm just a little fatigued. He was a lot more composed under the shots. Ooh, he was a lot more experienced, especially in the later part there. of it. But early on, I felt like it was handy, handy enough, to be honest. But he's composed in there. They've got to give it to him. That's what, that's what 50 pro fights will give you. Don't you think that's just a slap in the face every time he says composed? He really should he knows, say composed. He, he, he knows that he was he composed. Me, no, but no, because if he meant it, he would have said it. He, he had to get that slight jab in there. You know what? Um, I thought that Connor knew. He knows. He knows how big of a word composed is. I know. I don't think that he just wants to throw it away lightly. I will say this was a situation, though. It, it, no, it was definitely. It, fit. it was it accurate. Fit. It was a good time for it, but he, he was decided, posed and, that's, and he was composed. He was poised and he was composed. <laughs> Therefore, he was composed. But that's just, that's just his slight way of disrespecting Floyd still, and and you can it's clear as day. Connor talked about uh, the early stoppage in cut seventy one. That's exactly what it is. It's fatigue. That's why I thought the ref could have just let it keep going. Let me go down. Let the man put me down. Like wobbly and fatigue. That's energy. That's not damage. I'm clear headed. You know, I think we can all relate to that. Sometimes we you just want to go down. What? It's a shame he didn't get the chance. I think that they should have allowed him. He could have really proved himself down there. To do that. And he, uh, well, we were just talking about the fatigue and the history of Connor's fights. Here's his own words and his own explanation of that in Cut 80. But there's always a patch in my career, in, in my fights, where I'm like, I go through this fatigue stage and I just kind of get a little flop. But I come through it. It's not damage. It's not damage I'm, I'm, I'm feeling. I wasn't wobbled. I wasn't rocked. I never saw, you know what I mean? Even the final stoppage, one of them snapped the head back, and then there was three more after that, and then the three were glancing. The trees were glancing? The trees were glancing. Look, the trees he, he, were he's glancing. always said that trees, thrones. That's just the Irish accent. Come to think of it, Friday night in Vegas, I felt like the trees were glancing at us. They were glancing. Do you remember that? The thrones and the trees, and they're all glancing. All of it, man. Speaking of the Irish Connor steps up to the podium, okay? This is after he, he, he's had his interviews. And in all of his interviews back there, he's got the Irish flag around his neck. He's holding a glass. It's like a plastic cup with about a shot's worth or a little more than a shot's worth of whiskey. Irish whiskey, I assume. Red Solo? I guess it's his own kind. It's the notorious whiskey that he's now trying to brand. Okay? Oh, my man. He's got it in his hand. He's sipping on it and he's talking. I mean, he gave like a 15, 20-minute interview to everybody, ESPN, Fox Sports 1, he's breaking down the fight. I mean, the dude back there, just he's, just a wealth, he's just a wealth of knowledge. He's always trying to study. He's always trying to learn. And then, yeah, he's holding the whiskey the whole time. He gets his suit on. He steps up to the podium. Him and Floyd are there. They're jabbing back and forth. It was all out of respect and love at this point. Fight's over. So now we're back to like, dude, I fucking love you. We just made, I made 100 mil roughly around. You just made 250 but mil he still never, roughly around. He still never went all the way never to say said he was composed. composed never said he was composed. Composed. So, we got composed. Come on. Never said he was composed, but you can listen to him here. He never stops the promotions. Cut 94, Bab. Oh, that whiskey tastes so good. Ah, oh, Notorious Irish whiskey. Come in soon. I don't think I stop for half a second. <laughs> I'm going to take over the Irish whiskey market. <laughs> Don't think I stole Dude, for half that a is second. Freaking greatness. That is the, that's the best commercial ever. Bab, can we hear that? Please, just can we hear that one more time? Oh, that whiskey tastes so good. Oh, Notorious <laughs> Irish whiskey. Come in soon. Don't think I stop for half a second. 
That's I'm going to take yeah. over the Irish whiskey market. Don't think he stops. I don't know how the haters out there don't you think it. can even think about hating Conor McGregor. Man, that is such a great promo. He is just an exuberant, charismatic individual. He's funny. He's entertaining. And he just got knocked or TKO'd, not officially a knockout, but he got slapped around a little bit by arguably the greatest boxer of all time. Isn't Conor? Went 10 rounds, and then afterwards, all he had to say was, ah, it's just another day for me. I've been choked out in front of millions of people. Yep. I came back. I'll take this one on the chin. It's just another day for me. I mean, he takes it with humble pie. Didn't say that Floyd was composed, but it's okay. Composed, gave Floyd his respect. Floyd gave him his respect. And I think he put on a hell of a showing. And afterwards, the outpour of love and just dabbing up for Connor and what he did for the MMA community was beautiful. He's got to be sitting in his mansion right now thanking God that there aren't memes I of him flying checks, around baby. all over the internet of him laying unconscious. There's not. And there's not, and he should be thankful for that. I know he was sad and he wanted it fair, to end. Okay. But listen, yeah, fair, okay. listen yeah, I think hindsight, I think, exactly. And I think he's sitting there now thinking, you know what? I was going to lose the dang fight anyways. At least I did it. And now I can kind of blame it on the fact that they called it early. This worked out beautifully. It did. For, that did work out well boy. for him. Now, I, do, I think, no uncertain terms, Connor's losing that fight. Maybe he does get knocked down to the canvas. Either way, in hindsight, in listening to his explanation, I would have liked to have seen him go down. Just for the finality. No, you wouldn't have. That would have been, the finality. been tough for you. Maybe it would have. You know that would have yeah, been no, way no. too tough for you. It would have. It would have. At the time, I I was fine. I was justified. It was no, fine. No. Of the stoppage. If you would have saw him fall to the ground, you would have wept. I would have wept? You would have wept. I don't know if I would have wept. No pants on in the middle of your living room. Still be crying. Face in the ground. Yeah. Bleep face drunk. Crying in the corner. From your raging you did. Gosh, you were raging this weekend. I was a little worried about you there. Yeah. Just for a second. Oh, Just for a strap. second. But you made it out, and you're, and you're here now. Well, now it's the question. Would you like to see a rematch? No. Okay. Well, Floyd's not, not doing it Not for a second. Uh, I don't what, believe that, though. What do you think? No, I don't think Floyd's fighting again. I don't think so. As soon as he starts running out of money, he's going to be 62, and he's going to be like, you know what? Uh, yeah. 62? Let's go fight somebody. Maybe. Maybe. Let's um, go fight somebody. The question is, what will Connor do next? And Connor did talk about that. Bab, be on the ready here. You've been a little slow. Be on the ready. 82. 82, my man. We believe in you. What's he doing next, Connor? What's next for me is continue to study and continue to learn. I'm a student of, of martial arts and fighting as a whole. I've studied everyone in the game, in all games, including Floyd. And it was an honor to share the ring with him and, and, and get up close and personal. He's going to go back to the drawing board. Of course he's going back to UFC. He, he, you think he's he, going back? He never wants to set foot in a boxing ring again. It was not. He was not comfortable in there, man. He wasn't. Leonard Ellerby, okay. Floyd's uh, Leonard, Floyd's man, good old Leonard Ellerby. Leo talked about, hey, Connor's got a future in boxing if he wants it. This will be cut eighty-six, bam. Oh please, Leonard. He definitely has. If he chooses to, he definitely has a a future in boxing. If he chooses to, um, to be able to um, last as long as he did, uh, he's a very tough competitor. He's a big heart. And, and again, you know, he, he showed a lot, you know, especially with this being, you know, his professional debut. So here's the boxing stuff building steam. Dana White, uh-uh, I'm not having this. Cut 88. He says he's not going to talk to Connor, but in a, he said to everybody, no, he does not want him boxing again. Uh, he wants him to come back to mixed martial arts. 
but he wasn't going to talk to Connor about the future in that night. Let's hear what Dana had to say. Yeah, I've been back there with him uh, pretty much this whole time, and, and we're not talking about fighting tonight, you know. He, 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 uh, he put on a great performance. He, we're not talking about fighting. You know how he is, man. When he's ready, he'll let me know. So he'll let him know. Uh, but either way, Dan is going to be saying, Connor, get your ass back here before the year is over because I need some pay-per-view. But we're not talking about fighting, Wolchik. We're not talking so about it tonight. It. I guarantee you the morning after. So, uh, Diaz 3. Fight. You want to fight the winner, fighting. Ferguson, Kevin Lee? We want to Lee. talk about fighting right now. Uh, you I, want to fight Max Holloway? We didn't talk about fighting last night. What do you think the winner of Bisping GSP? Let's talk about fighting. Tyron Woodley, maybe? Ah, nah. It's Sunday. You lost yesterday. I don't know. Yeah, get over it, Connor. You when know you want to get back on, in. Connor? And all Connor's probably thinking is, I want to rematch with Floyd. Fight. Because that's what he, after the Diaz fight, all that we, all that consumed him was, I got to re, re-get that loss. Fighting. And you know he thinks he could have beaten Floyd. Let's talk about They're it. They're talking about it. And that's all Connor probably wants to talk about anyway. But it happened. May Mac is done. We move on. So is that beautiful chubby. It was a lot of fun. Gosh, I hate to see that. And I can't wait to see Conor McGregor back in the octagon. Where he belongs. Where he belongs. Or if he wants to fight Polly Malinaji in the boxing ring. Polly Malinaji, the mole. I think he'd slap around Polly. I don't know about that. I think he'd KO Polly Malinaji. Oh, yeah. Here we go now. Here we go. (laughs) You're already hyped up again. Look what you do to yourself. Conor just does that to me. It's so easy to woo you. I'm a wooey boy. I'm easily wooed. Yes, you are. No Split Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bam. There's a lot of other stuff happening in the world of sports. Oh, yeah. Sports never stops. Sports never sleeps. Never does. Ever, ever. Neither and you, uh, because man. we didn't have a show last week, we've got to double up on our divisions. Yeah. We got to do that. We got to do that thing. So what we're going to do. Kind of, right? Not all we kind of do. We're not going all uh, the way. Sorry, the division that we were doing last week. We're just going to dip our toe in it. We're going to be real quick. We're in, off, and we're out. And what are we doing the north or the south? The north. The king of the north. The best thing about the north is I did no prep work on it. So everything that we're about to talk about in the north is right off the top. And guess what? It's That's not when be the much. best happens. It's not going to be much. Right off the tip. Just the tip. Just to see how it feels. Let's get north here. Are we starting in the AFC? Start with the AFC. Let's start with. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Boom. We got a little Pittsburgh Steelers talk coming up your way later. That's another tease. That's two. Count them. What? Yeah, I've teased two things that I got coming. I got something for Game of Thrones, and I got something for the Steelers people. Okay, but can we? That's two teases. Count them. Okay, you got something for But we're going to talk about the Steelers and their preview. We just did. Right now. Move them. Okay. We just talked about them. Do you like the Steelers That's the AFC North. No, Uh, no, Do I like them? I mean, I'm not a fan. I'm not bad. They just made a trade today. They brought in Vance McDonald oh, from the San Francisco huge. 49ers. Wow, Vance. All right. Uh, Stepping Bab, up the line. To work here. You know, Vance. Sign do we make him huh? anymore? Yes. Vance's. You're a Steelers fan, Bab. Talk to me about the what name Vance, What do you Vance, think Bab? about Vance McDonald? I need to know about it. Let's hear about it. So I don't think Vance means anything in the way of victories or anything positive. He's going to probably help their team get some victories. For yeah. those Pittsburgh Steelers. I think so. That Vance team Mac? is fully loaded. Is he coming from San Francisco, Vancey? Yes, and he was a highlight for a poor team. He's probably the last Vance we've ever The definition ever made. of it is a habitual surname. Vance? Yeah. No, no, no. I need to know, Are do we still name people Vance? Oh, one second. Give me the names. We're talking names now. Okay. Um, um, TJ okay. Watts is stud. Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster. We'll see how much he plays this year. James Conner to back Antonio up Le'Veon Brown. Bell. Could potentially be a player for you. You've got A.B. You've got Big Ben when healthy. We looked at that quarterback catalog. Big Ben, terrible on the road. Very inconsistent. Very but inconsistent. when he's on, he's among the elite. That's exactly right. And uh, Le'Veon Bell, the thing that concerns me about him, 
besides some controversy he's got going down off the field we'll get to that later count them three teases thank you i have your search results all right wonderful but let me get this levy on belfort in before i forget it he's gonna get a soft tissue injury soft what tissue soft tissue soft tissue don't tell me that tissue. i've got him on my fantasy the tissue team. is soft the fact that you've already done your fantasy draft lets me know that you do not actually care about your fantasy I'll team. tell you something. I'm in a league with if busy you people. Do it's your a 12 fantasy team league. It's tough draft. to find time for everybody to if get you together do your fantasy and do their football thing. draft before the end of the damn preseason, you have no self-respect and you have no respect for the game. I've got more than enough respect for both of those things. I don't know about that, man. You I'm probably drafted you Julian Edelman too, didn't you? Nope. Zeke Elliott. You probably nope. had your draft before Zeke even got suspended. My team's clean you so far. You overzealous. Son of a gun. No. Did you take Colin Kaepernick first overall? No. Nope. Probably, because you did your draft I back took Le'Veon Bell second you did, overall. You did your draft when, when Kaepernick was in the Super Bowl a few years ago, you schmuck. I have your search results, by Oh, the yeah. Way. Give me the Vance news. Uh... In 2016, yes. 121 out of every 1 million people born <laughs> were named Vance. I love hearing those numbers. It is literally almost impossible to be named Vance. It is practically, you 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 probably have a better chance of winning the lottery when it's at its max money than you do being named Vance. I'm pretty positive What is wrong that. with the name Vance? Nothing other than the fact that I know if your name is Vance, you are a douchebag. How about you quit and Vance shaming, dude? What that? if there's a Vance it's that not listens even to your our fault. show? You just call him a douchebag. You've never even met him before. Hey, listen, if he listens to the show. Think before you speak. I got love You are hurting him. people's feelings. I'm not, listen, I'm I not going to sit bullies, here. Chiefalo. I'm not going to sit here and right, say we don't have any listeners that are douchebags. I'm, sur I'm sure we do. We have hosts that are douchebags. Hey, I'm not denying. <laughs> Listen, man, I just am glad to know that Vance is practically, this is a one in a million Vance. Listen, it's it's more likely that Vance was going to make the NFL than it was that his name was going to be Vance. The legend of Bagger Vance. And guess what? He ended up being named Vance and in the NFL. It's fancy as hell. I bet he ends up being a fantasy option. For That's one of the luckiest things ever gonna to be, be named you Vance think the Steelers and win play this division? in the NFL. You think they win this division? Yes, because they so. have Vance. Yes. All Bam, because by of Vance. The way, Thanks, Vance. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Vance Actually, McDonald, keep, MVP. Keep Book it. Tom Brady who? No. Vance freaking McDonald, baby. Brady lost Edelman. He can't it's win It's all about the now, Vance. Right? All right, what do we got? Cincinnati, Joe Mixon? Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. The Ravens. Ryan Mallett's their quarterback. Call me when that changes. Who's got a bit for Ryan Mallett? Can we uh, move on? Joe Flacco expected to start week one. Listen, Ryan Mallett's their starting quarterback today, and until that changes, they don't deserve to be spoken about. Let's say Joe Flacco is their starting quarterback, which he will be cool. week one. They're going to win a Super Bowl they're champion, win a Super Bowl MVP, a team that went 7-9 a year ago. Thank you. Gosh, you are just an eight encyclopedia. 8-8, actually. 8-8. They were even better than I thought. I'm and proud of you. They didn't have that good of a roster. This defense is young. Ozzie Newsom's rebuilding. He brings in Jeremy Macklin. He signs Danny Woodhead. That offensive line is all right. Next thing you know, Vance McDonald versus the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Eight or nine wins again, I think, for Baltimore. I think they can sniff. Eight or nine wins. All right, eight great. To ten. Awesome. Somewhere in that You're eight to ten window. So You're mediocrity around the butthole it's a competitive mediocrity. Here's, for you. here's a stat for you. Way to go, Ravens. That's half the league. Here's Listen, game. it doesn't matter. Vance McDonald's in the division. And he's going to make a difference. Ravens don't have a chance. He's going to make a difference. Mike on. Here's a stat they for you. They can't cover the tight end. Vance McDonald, as a senior in high school, had a 1 in 111,000 chance of making the NFL. The odds of him being named Vance, 1 in 8,000. My man Vance 
made the NFL, which is unheard of in this world. And he's going to put the Steelers in the Super Bowl where they're going to lose to and my he Cowboys. And named Vance, which is practically even more unheard of in this world. How about the Cincinnati Bungles? You're more likely to, put it this to way, have a friend in the NFL than seven, have a friend named Vance. Seven people will make it to the NFL that- before you have one person <laughs> named Vance. Okay, so it's a good name to use in my opinion. If you want a rare name. Jesus, Vance, you lucky son of a gun. What would his name be in Icelandic? Vance, son? Vance, uh, Vance, Vance's daughter. Vance's dad's daughter. It's a weird deal the way we did this. We talked about it on the show, Matt. These son. Nordic names are ridiculous. It's Vance McDonald's son. Mc- McDonaldson. Or whatever oh, yeah, his last that's name right. was. It would be Vance or McDonald's daughter. We don't really know for sure. No, the, the daughter's for the, the girls, the women. 100%. Did we, did we confirm that? Yes. Okay. All right. Vance McDonaldson. Sounds good. My man, Super Rolls Bowl MVP. Vontaze Perfect suspended five games for an oh, illegal yeah, hit. Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, this directly affects the team we're talking about now, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. What do you think? What do you, what do you think about that suspension? Did you see the play? I did see the play. It was dirty. It is. And when you're a guy like Perfect who d- does a dirty play every, I mean, geez, every time I turn on the Bengals, I'm like, all right, let's, dirty I'm waiting for an unnecessary Ugh. roughness penalty. Dirtiest Here we go. In football. Who's Perfect about to kill? If anyone's ever going to say, hey, is this Vontez Perfect suspension warranted? I'm going to say, yeah. hell yes. Probably don't need to I look don't even, at it. Exactly. I don't even need to look at this What thing. do you do this time? Yeah, this dude is a dirty mofo. Get him out of the league. I think you should be kicked out of the league. Sick w- of you, Vontez. I want to see some... Oklahoma drills what do you where think Perfect about, uh, is the linebacker and Mixon's the running back. Let's ooh, move on. Let's Mixon, move on. you like Mixon this year? Yeah, Mixon, Mixon's a really Rookie good running back, year? but just knowing knowing what they're capable of, both of those two, I think the violence could be at an all-time high. Big Red, Andy Dalton, big year? Uh, No. No? Red D, not going to happen. John Ross, Joe Mixon, the two rookies. John Ross, yeah, I think he's going to get injured by week four. He's a track body, baby. He's a track body. Hammy? Hammy. Like I said, soft tissue for Le'Veon. It, this dude's gonna. This dude's gonna go down pretty quick too. He's you, like really small. Bengals playoff team or no? Bengals are not a playoff team. Don't think Book so either. Now. Book yep. it Does now. Marvin Lewis finally get fired? I thought Marvin Lewis should have been fired five years ago. But um, look, he's had Cincinnati somewhat relevant over the past decade. That's hard to do in Cincinnati. So maybe I should give him a little more credit. But the fact that he went to what five playoffs in a row, couldn't win a single playoff game. You maxed your potential, bro. Get Listen, out of here. man, can we get to what we've all been waiting for? The and Browns. That's the, the Cleveland Browns. The Browns announced to Sean Kaiser. 16 and 0. Super Bowl champions. You're calling it now? I'm calling it now. No, what you, are the we odds? Already said Vegas Vance McDonald's odds. the Super Bowl champions. No, you said the Vance, that. The Vance McDonald's are the Super Bowl champions. McDonald's son. Ma- the, yes, good Vance correction. Vance McDonald's good, son. Good correction. Excuse me you. while Thank I look you. up the odds for the Browns. For the Browns to win the Super Bowl, it's not as. Are high. you saying it's, it's probably not, not as, as good? It's, it's not as bad. As, no, it's not as bad as the odds of your chance being named Vance. I guarantee you that. So when I name my kid Vance, can we make a way to bet on that? When he's 18, I'm punching him in the face. Why? Because he's gonna be. He's a douchebag, and it's for his dad. I hate you. The Browns are going nowhere quick. Dude, I think Brock Kaiser, Osweiler has MVP ability. Do you? Okay, I think he's wow. got a phenomenal uh, okay. arm. Yeah. 250. Okay. Let's go ahead. Babe, let's cut his mic off. He's got something going on over there. Just personal, it seems. What about Duke Johnson? Oh, my man, Duke. Listen, Duke Johnson is an <laughs> underrated player. We're talking yes, fantasy. He is. I'm going to give you now a little fantasy pro tip Name here. a Miami Hurricane. Boom. That'll shove me right up. I'm back in the game now. Boom. In the saddle. Duke Johnson is a freaking stud. He's super underrated. It's because he's playing for the Cleveland Butthole Browns. He's the number two back. Isaiah Crowell's the top guy. Yes, but 
Duke Johnson is, you're going to see him move around a little bit. You're going to see him in the slot. You're going to see him catching passes all over the place. The dude is versatile. Get him as your flex. You won't be mad. Thank me later. Over under four wins unless, for the Brownies. Unless you're a schmuck like Walchick and you've already done your draft and you didn't draft Duke Johnson. You didn't wait for my pro tip. You drafted Julian Edelman. He got hurt. You probably drafted Zeke Elliott. Drafted He's suspended. You probably drafted Danny Le'Veon Woodhead. Bell. He's about to and pull Le'Veon. the hamstring. And Marshawn. You probably drafted Spencer Ware, too. CJ Pro so You got a hell of a team all because you wanted to get Are your you draft the, in two weeks before the damn season. You know how you can look at fantasy stuff and you can see like the ownership percentages and, and whatnot and how many leagues have a player that's owned? You're like the 1% that has Chad Pennington on their team. Or less than that. And hey, Listen, man. We I need did Chad draft Pennington, Tony Romo. The 08 Chad Pennington in the Dolphin uniform back. will chub me right up. All right, um, we're talking 11-5. Not... Most accurate quarterback damn near in the NFL. <laughs> the hell okay. of the season, Chad Pennington. What about Jay Fiedler? Don't talk to me Okay. Now. Move on. <laughs> Over under four wins for Cleveland. Un, uh, they were at one last year. They were at one. I, I think Cleveland is three times better than they were last year, which means three wins, which means no, under, not four. Three and thirteen. Three and thirteen. Brownies up. Even though I like Book Kaiser. It, Dano. I like Kaiser. All right. Now we go to the so we Gosh, man, we have spent too much time on these guys. Packers go. Packers, Rodgers, love them. Playoffs. Super Bowl. No. Vance McDonald. You keep forgetting he's Vance in a different conference. Winning the Super Bowl. He can I know. still get to the Super Bowl. But not winning. That's the point. But Vance do you think McDonald's. that they represent the, the NFC? The Steelers are gonna cross over into the NFC. Please shut Vance. your mouth. Let me give you Aaron Rodgers as my runner-up for Aaron MVP. Aaron Rodgers for 250? Right runner-up for MVP. Right behind Vance McDonald. In reality, you think Rodgers gets the MVP then? Um, reality. Vance McDonald. Thank you. Bab said it. Move on. Minnesota? Minnesota? Sam Bradford? Most accurate quarterback in football. Apparently. Thanks to the QB. Bio, I like Dalvin AKA Cook a lot. Pre-snap reads. Fon Diggs, not bad. Defense is great. Anthony Barr is Anthony Barr is my savage. boy. Everson Griffin gets me just so Eric going. Eric Kendricks, I'm a big Eric Kendricks Love fan. me some Eric Kendricks. Got a great first name. Just an unbelievable first name. You can tell just by Not his first name that he's a sweet Vance. guy. I think Vance is a little more appealing. Okay, fair. But Eric is right under that in terms mm. of just wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and, and Xavier Rhodes. Stud, big corner. I like big corners. I like big guys. I like big men. Big things. Big things. You, you said like it. big men. Can we get Xavier Mark Howard. that? Mark that. I like big men. And there Don't it is. listen to him. Move on. Play that drop a lot. Xavier Howard's a hell of a corner. He so is one of the best. They in football do have a hell of a defense. They if started they, five and zero last year. Am I right? Uh, and and they got Latavius Murray at yes. running back. I don't know who they were. Who are their receivers? They got Stephon Diggs. Diggs. They got Stephon they Diggs. Do, uh, and they also got um. What's it number fourteen? I think it's Diggs. Is it Stephon? <laughs> That's Stephon. Diggs. Okay, okay. So they got some weapons. They might have brought somebody in. The thing is, their offensive line because they Bradford, poor Bradford. No matter where he goes, you could put him on Dallas this year. They'd find a way to get him sacked sixty-seven You're times. Trying to tell me Matt Khalil's not good? Uh, that's exactly what I'm. Uh, I'm trying to tell you. Same with the rest of their offensive line. If they can protect Bradford, we know he's accurate. He was the number one pick for a reason. He's not that. That bad. Michael Floyd, they signed that hooligan. He's still drunk from that intoxication I, he had after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think that before he's the Super Bowl. eligible to even play. No. They lost because Adrian. you can't it's play first, wild it's drunk. It's the first season without Adrian Peterson in a Viking uniform ever. Yeah, that's going to be weird. That's going to be weird. That's strange. So let's talk about uh, the Bears. Yep. Uh, Bears. Uh, okay, Mitchell Trubisky starts oh, for the Bears. Mitch. Over under how many games? Oh, Mitchie. Two. Did they win? That he starts. Oh, that he starts for Mitch? Two games. Oh, no. Over-under. Trubisky's going over. 
Trubisky's no, no, no. starting most long, of the season. Week two until oh until he starts. Oh. You think he opens the season? No, no, no. I, I think, think they give Glenn in the start. I think they give. Yes, I agree one hundred percent. And I think by halftime, Mitchell Trubisky by halftime in game one. Yeah, I think Matt Glennon is terrible. Okay, I like that. Absolute trash. Uh, I would rather start Kellen Moore over Mike Glenn. No, I wouldn't. No, Stop I wouldn't. that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Stop that. Not going to go that far. Would you start Vince? At, never mind. Vance McDonald? Yeah. I'd rather have Vance McDonald's Vance McDonald's son I'd rather have as my starting quarterback and just try and do whatever I can than have Mike Glennon back there doing anything. Glennon's my water boy he for Vance. He is bad. So is everybody. Glennon, I don't even trust him as my water boy. Almost Glennon as bad as is Vance's bitch. That's what Glennon is. All Vance's. I the Bears might win two games. I think they're the one of the worst teams in football. I concur. I like the Browns more so than I like the, the Bears. The Bears year. and the Jets and the toilet bowl. The Bears this and year? the Jets in the, in, the, in the crapper to try and play for maybe Sam Darnold if he chooses to come out. If Ooh, he chooses, Sammy D. But then again, if you're the Bears, you can't take him. He just took freaking Mitch Trubisky. Bottom line is, Bears are gonna suck. They're gonna stink. Who's next? Anybody else? Who is, is that next? Division? Oh, the Lions. The Lions. Detroit. They had something happen today. They did. But they had not... a mimic. Stan Chang. We'll oh, talk about that later. He's number four. Count them, baby. Digging it. I like the Lions. Were sneaky good. They were nine and four last year. I think they're gonna be sneaky bad this year. You think it's a down year for the Lions? Yes. So they they finished the year horribly. You think that translates over? This year. Yeah, I think they won a lot of super, 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 super close games they last did. year. Yes. Ball just kind of fell their way. Balls and they fell. still only won nine games. Lots of Niners. So. Well, they lost. Detroit, no playoffs, but they'll be at about eight wins. Five in a row. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I, I think I they're third in the division. I like Minnesota more than it's, I like It's Green Detroit. Bay's division to take. No question. Uh, and then Minnesota, yeah, I think they can compete for a playoff spot. I Rogers, don't think they get in. Rogers co-MVP. With Dak. With Vance, excuse you. Okay. Ezekiel Elliott had his... Uh, Wait, so are we done with the divisions? We're done with the divisions now. We talked about them. Okay, but we have more later. We got more later. We're going to tease the South later. We'll do the South in the in the right order. No, but the that, North got but, shafted. But that was, a, that was a tease right now, though, so let's let's count them. That's five. That's five. That's five teases. Thank you. That's my first, though. In the biz. Oh, yeah, four to one. I'm winning, clearly. Oh, we're, we're taking count. Looks like it, All baby. right, well, I'll, I'll Floyd Mayweather this and come back strong. I bet. Yeah, and I can't believe I said that. I have punched myself out uh, here. Ezekiel Elliott's appeal. Day one, it is moving into a day two. Uh-oh. Jerry that good Jones. Or bad? That good or bad? Uh, it's not good. It's not good. Bad yet? FTP ready? It's not good. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think I don't know if it's good or bad. I no really, one does. So I think it's fine. Don't lie to me. Best case scenario: There's know. four games left. There's four. It's a four game. It's a reduction to four. To four. So they they shave two off the six. That's best case scenario. Two off the tip. You leave it with four. It sucks, man. If you got to take two off the tip, I think we're all in trouble. Especially Zeke. Let's resonate in that for a second. Yes, Zeke, bask good. in that. Bask fine. in the honesty. It's better for the Cowboys, no doubt. But not for her. Um, she, Mrs. Thompson, hasn't even been at these appeals. At she the doesn't hearings. have to. She has neither has uh, Mr. Goodell. N- neither does Goodell. We we actually were there today. Yeah, yeah. Remember we talked about we that. We teased there. that. We teased we that did. last we teased week. That. And we'll be there tomorrow. So Yeah. For day two, Whew, man, this appeal hearing has been. It's thank been God, nuts. we. I've been watching Game of Thrones, and I got teleportation down from watching the season. Yeah, and I'm. I'm just, able to just close my eyes and will myself to each area. I have loved these lo- uh, these live broadcasts, though. Just out. It's and fun because we're kind of tucked away, like we just walk in, like we own the place. Nobody says anything. No, but you know they're all thinking, "Who the hell are these guys?" Bleeping nosebleed seats. And then they say, "Oh." Of course I know these guys. Never heard of you. We need some, uh, they give us refreshments. That's when the, the, the women come in and it's just, it becomes a party. It's not always that girl collection. 
No, no, no. But the, the, we turned. Remember when we turned the courthouse today into basically a, a version of Girl Collection? <laughs> no. What? It was Cougar Collection. You remember? I'm gonna cut you off. Jerry Jones talked today on uh, Sean and RJ. Did he talk or did he did he um? 105.3 The Fan, Dallas Cowboys flagship He ummed his way station. through another interview? Uh, yeah, he did. Jerry talked about the suspension. Not a fan of it at all. Of course he's not. Why would he be a fan of it? Best player's missing six games. He doesn't think there's evidence. Jerry, take it away. I'm not anticipating anything uh, timeline-wise. Unfortunately, you get confused in this conversation. Every person that has any sense at all understands uh, domestic violence and abhors it. What we're trying to be relative to uh, addressing it in the league has all kinds of issues, and it should. It's a very complicated issue because uh, you have no evidence here. That's all I want to say about it, but it creates quite a convoluted approach by Zeke's representatives and by uh, the league that uh, I really hate uh, is a focus of all of our attention. You can tell whoever edited that edited out all the ums, and there was a thousand of them. Great job editing. Incredible job. But I, he took the easy way out. He just said domestic violence. What's he is bad. supposed to say? Is yeah, but safe? he clearly doesn't agree with the decision. He said he doesn't want to get into it, but he doesn't agree with the decision. There's bigger leagues, and there's there's other audio that I didn't necessarily pull, but there's bigger issues to be had with the NFL here. Jerry knows it, but he's not going to go ahead and, and smash. He's not going to pull the Houston Astros here and smash the Texas Rangers organization. All right, that's not what he's looking to do. Smash him. Smash him. Well, why would he? But uh, Texans and Cowboys will wrap the preseason in Arlington. That game going to be moved from Houston. I think the Cowboys are putting tickets on sale for like 25 bucks. All proceeds are going to Sorry, the Hurricane Harvey relief effort. Nice. Rangers wanted to do a similar thing at the ballpark in Arlington. I heard the Rangers were being D-bags. I was going to give them yeah, a that's, that, week. That's the picture they got painted based on uh, the public relations guy. Look, it's, it's, a, it's a tough situation. I kind of think that, yeah, the Rangers should have just... Maybe agreed to the Astros' terms, but the Astros were, were not exactly allowing any wiggle room either here. The Rangers did offer to put together a heck of a deal, fundraising, a game, a series in Arlington. Houston could have been the home team. They'd blow off the fireworks for Houston. Everything would be Houston out. They'd allow anybody, all the Houstonians that were here in the DFW Metroplex in for free. And the Rangers just weren't having No, it. the Rangers offered this. The tech, the, the not the Texans, the Astros were not having this. The Astros basically said, no, we want a home and home series. You guys take this one. We'll take the one that you're originally supposed to have at home in September. Sounds easy enough to me. Sounds easy enough, but that would mean the Rangers play their final 15 games. 12 of them will be on the road. And they're fighting and clawing their way to a wild card berth. That is extremely, extremely difficult for a team that is not good on the road this year to then turn around and give away what could be a, a decisive make-or-break-the-postseason series to Houston and play it in Houston, where, regardless, the Astros aren't going to get a home game in this series. It's going to Tampa Bay. You're still not getting to play in Houston. So why not just say, okay, fine, we will do this. We will have this series in Arlington. All these proceeds, we can make it a huge event. It's on Texas soil. This will be Texans uniting, supporting Texans. We'll do this. You, DFW would have overwhelmingly come and swarmed in support 
for Houston. Bleep you, let's go to Florida, baby. I bet you there'd be Ranger fans wearing Astros colors and cheering for the freaking Astros for the one time ever. Instead, now the national media is completely just giving the middle finger to the the Rangers. They look terrible with that PR statement. That's a disgusting Which was just inappropriate by the Astros, in my opinion. Bab, I know you're an Astros fan. You probably have different opinions. My original reaction was also, wow, because of when I read the statement, the Rangers should have just swallowed their pride for the bigger picture here and said, all right, we're going to do this. But the main thing for me that got me was there's no way Houston's getting a home series here. They're playing in Tampa Bay. It's a neutral location. Why not try and make this an event? It could have been a, a phenomenal thing, because raising a whole lot Astros, of money like the Cowboys and Texans are doing. It wasn't an issue. If you're not gonna the make Astros it, are, are locked in. They're going to win this division. They, they, they are being Those stubborn. three games are Everybody's not going to matter. Stubborn. Everyone's Everybody's being, being stubborn. stubborn. And they're just saying, if you're not going to make it easy on me, I'm going to make it harder That's on exactly all of us. That's exactly what it was. There Let's was no Florida. bigger man. There Let's was no bigger man beach. in this situation. I don't blame him. Bab, go ahead. I know you've got thoughts on this. Bab, you're an Astros fan. It's been building up in you. You're you're angry. We can we can all see it. Just let it out. I wish they would have just swapped the series. I felt like that's the most fair thing to do because Tampa Bay is putting on a giant fundraiser deal anyway. Well, geez, them, Bab, so. you don't have. But to how scream, many people right? actually it's showed okay. up to this game tonight? I have no idea. I don't think. I don't think I'll scream, Bab. It's all right. I understand. You mean it means a lot to you. You're passionate, but it's it's okay. It's all right. Either way. That series is is in Tampa. Yay, now. baseball! What? Let's move on. I know we had some baseball there. No, we'll wrap up this segment of the of our NFL roundup. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer, Bab Nosebleed Seats podcast with uh, the injury situations going on in the preseason now. I know you're giving me a lot for doing my fantasy draft early, and, and I yeah, get that. So I, I don't never hear do that. Complaints. I never do that. Yeah, um, that's what they all say, except for this year. Yeah. Usually we try and wait till after week three. None of the starters play in the fourth week of the preseason. You're good to go after week three, okay? We we, we did it the week of. Yeah, not smart. Uh, not Edelman, Edelman smart. went down, not an Edelman owner. Our defending league champion is, though. Sucks for him. Sucks for him. Don't feel sorry Spencer for him. Spencer Ware went down. If you drafted him, don't feel sorry for him. Not a Spencer Ware owner, but I hope you handcuffed him with Kareem Hunt. He's now the starter there. So did this bite you in the, in the no, backside at all? I'm fine. I'm good to go. I've got Keenan Allen on my team, though, who I'm crossing my fingers does not get oh, hurt in the first game of the year. That's a guaranteed injury. I think it's his year, man. But he is a guaranteed <laughs> touchdown a game if he's not injured. So he's shout a out savage when he plays. Say that about a lot of guys. I don't know, dude. Edelman, I, there, I, there's it's a shame nothing, that he's gone. But there's I mean, nothing you can do about it. No, the Edelman it, it, injury was non-contact. The OBJ hit I didn't think was dirty that might have him out uh, for week one against the Cowboys. It's just a football play. It, it's a little low, though. I don't like... Uh, was, yeah. I'd rather be hitting the... If, I, if I'm one of these guys, I'd rather be hitting the head than hit down there. Well, you want to... I mean, they teach you... It's just difficult for DBs. Now, I didn't think that there was any dirty or malicious intent in that hit whatsoever. Bottom line is, these NFL injuries, we see it every single year around this time. It's bound to happen. There's going to be some stars that drop. It's just the way it goes. But if you're one of the people who got bit in the rear end because you did your fantasy draft too soon, that's on you, friend. You're an overzealous piece of crap. Okay, we're that's not, it. We're, we're talking about the NFL, not just fantasy football here. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, my mind just. But you're right. I'm in a fantasy you. state it, it, it's right unavailable. now. It's unavoidable. And, well, again, the, the NFL perspective is: listen, dude, this just happened. I, everybody knows this happens. There's always going to be some stars. It's just, is it going to be yours? I already lost my quarterback. I don't feel bad for anybody. Jesus, it's hot in here. What are you doing? You're taking your clothes off. You're throwing chairs. I know it's hot. As geez. soon as the YouTube leaves, as soon as YouTube I'm leaves, I'm getting freaking naked. Your baby. pants come off. The Woo! true Walter comes out naked, throwing freaking stools. Jeez, you are sweaty. 
look at you. Please don't don't describe the, the sweat. No, it looks it's glistening. It's I mean, glistening. It's, it's a flattering angle I'm at here. All right, we'll come back to the NFL uh, with that other division stuff in uh, in a little bit down the line. No split seats podcast. Zach Wolchick, Eric Giafalo, producer Bab. It is now time for Eric Giafalo's one shining moment. Here we are, baby. Hey, do we got a uh, we got a big Sean song to play right now? Do we got a big song to play right now. Big Sean going sold, sold to this ad I'm getting played. Son of a gun! What segment is this? <laughs> biggest L, biggest dub. Last night, son, you, you may have taken an L, but you can always bounce back. So, like Connor, let's ride, baby boys. Biggest L, that's where we're going to start with. We always start with the L's because losers are always first. Levy Hunt Bell. Now, I teased this earlier. As you know, I've had so many teases today. I hope you can keep track of them. Listen, he's taking an L this week, all right? And the reason why is, and we got some audio for this, but he got his girlfriend, his fiance, and his side chick who also just so happens to be a Rams cheerleader, all pregnant at the same time. He's really a magician. I don't know how he does it, but boy, he has taken an L this week. Mr. Le'Veon Bell, let's hear about it. A few months ago. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Fire me. spoiled it. Fire oh. me. Oh, my Shots God. Shots fired at that. <laughs> I mean, I lob you. You're just very buns. You're about to hit it out of the park. And I click on the wrong And audio you didn't bring clip. your bat. Oh, man. You didn't bring oh, your bleeping bat. Hey, that's another tease for audio to Le'Veon come later. Bell builds his fantasy team by getting a Rams cheerleader pregnant while engaged to another woman. Yeah, that's going to sting a little bit, Le'Veon. Wait right. a minute. Let's get the details. Let's get the details. Bad, do we have the details? We have the details. Give it to me, baby. So, reportedly, Bell has been with his fiance and mother of his baby girl for four years. Mm. The two had their daughter back in January of this year. Mm. Well, the tea on this is he also had a son with former Rams cheerleader Sharice. Mm. Now, I'm not a doctor or a mathematician, but... I know women are pregnant for about 40 weeks, so if you do the math, his fiance was about eight months pregnant when he got Sharice pregnant. Sharice actually flew to Pittsburgh in November, so I'm assuming that's when the baby making happened. Well, once that news came out, another girl posted about also dating Le'Veon during the same time, and Le'Veon flat out denied his baby and his baby mama. This pic was posted of Le'Veon, and a girl gave some advice to Le'Veon's fiance in the comment section, saying this, get you a Russell Wilson and leave that bum ass inward. Wait, what does that mean? Whoa. Bum ass inward. Hold on. Wow, that is, uh, that's not a sign of respect there, is it? In- inward bum. Ass. Bum ass. What was that? That ain't. Bum ass inward. What wow, does man. That they are mean? talking smack. Well, truth is, Le'Veon, listen, man. <laughs> You're sloppy. I, I don't I don't know bum. how else to say it. You are sloppy and according to this girl. Bum ass inward. Now that's not me, that's her. So like we're talking belly buttons, like an innie? No, no, no. We're talking about bum bum asses. Oh, inward. How yeah, does it go like inward? You're you're bum it, ass 
Yeah, you, so it's like your bum inward. ass is inward instead of outward. So like you're thrusting forward to try and suck it in. There's something I'm trying to understand how this can make sense. No, this it's is like a little bit bumpkins weird. all over again. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and it's an inward bum ass. And, bum ass. <laughs> okay, first inward. of all, I know what a bum is. I know what an ass is. A bum ass is he's is, is, is that an, inward. He's calling. She's calling him a bum ass, like a name calling. An inward bum ass. Or is she describing his bum ass? She's describe. She's calling him. She's telling him she, a bum ass. She's, she's referring to him as an bum inward bum inward. ass, as opposed to an outward bum, bum ass. Inward. But it doesn't mean that his bum actual inward. bum ass is bum inward. No, inward. I don't think it means his actual bum ass is inward. I just think it means he actually is an inward because bum ass. He's a, I think we noticed when he's running the football on Sundays, if his ass, his bum was inward. Right? I agree. I feel like we would know. There wouldn't inward. be the typical rounded hump on the back. It would be like flat. It would be it more might inward. Suck in. It would be inward. It, it would be inward. Right? That's that's. I don't what know I'm... how else I could say it better. It would be inward. So poor Le'Veon Bell, man, just just struggling, just struggling this week. And again, Le'Veon, you're sloppy. Now, all these people are calling him, you know, an inward bum ass, and I, I don't think it's totally fair because these women are also. Bum ass. Oh yeah, double. And I can't double say that Sharice isn't off the hook here either. No, Sharice. I mean, geez, Sharice, get yourself Charisse. together, Sharice. <laughs> whatever the hell your name is, Sherry. I, I love that they just they just call her Sharice though. There's no like full name. And listen, you're you're a bum ass too, Sharice. All three of you are, except for the fiance. It's her inward a stand up I want to know if hers is inward. I don't know if hers is inward. If she's an inward bum ass, but I will say I can definitely tell you she's, she's an a outward bum ass. bum ass. What's worse? Maybe she, I think I think probably, outward might be a compliment. Outward might be. That's a really good question. But Le'Veon's definitely, an according inward. to her, an inward. Yeah, bum he's ass. an innie. So he, he's taking L this week, man. That That's Le'Veon. I do have some honorable mentions, though. Mm-hmm. First of which is going to be the rookies for the Green Bay Packers. Oh. They sat at table 11 at the Capitol Grill. It's a good restaurant. Have you been? It's, on, uh, it's in Denver, Colorado. So here's here's what I'm thinking. There's a couple here, too, though. It's a chain. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Capitol Grill. Mm-hmm. Well, it's expensive. It is. Because if you want... Uh, Six bone-in ribeye steak, like the rookies had to buy. That's going to cost you 318 bones. You run down this uh, receipt here, and tell me if this makes sense. Because if you were in Denver, Colorado, and you found yourself at the Capitol Grill, do you think you would probably have a higher tab than if you were, say, here in Texas at the Capitol Grill? When you say a higher tab, is that what you're getting at? You know me, my friend. Capital Capitol Grill, here's the receipt. They had six bone-in ribeye for $318. They had a bottle of cab, I guess, for $1,500. It's a wine. It's red wine. They had a something called Rothschild. They had one of those, and that was $2,700. I think that's Never a had one of, of those children, but that's an expensive child. Yeah, that is an incredibly. Roth, man, you are really doing it big. They had one crab cocktail for 20 bucks, some calamari. 17 bucks. Delish. Some mozzarella for 17 bucks. Mm. French onion crock. Crock with an R. Wait, 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 what? $12 for that. Is it Fre- like a crock pot? Wedge salad, a lobster bisque bowl. That ran you about 50 bucks total. Four fillets for 260. A Harlanese Napa cab. Another bottle of wine. These guys were going hard. 1445 bucks. Bottom line is they totaled it to $33,696, and of course, 
99 cents. 33,000? 33,000, yes, with a T. So thousand. did all the rookies split this together? I th Yeah, I think so. Because I feel except like if you're for, a sixth-round pick, except for Kevin King, might be your whole contract. Supposedly Kevin King, because this receipt was tweeted out by one of the linemen for the Packers saying thank you to the rookies, and then Kevin King, the rookie out of Washington, the corner. Who's not even playing this year, who's most not, likely. He's, yeah, so he must be away from the team. He probably didn't travel with them to Denver for their preseason game, so he wasn't there, so he got out of it, and he tweeted the fact that Hey, I wasn't there, and I'm happy about it. So I bet the Packers end up finding a way to make him end up coughing up yeah, the coin. Yeah, if I were there. Kevin King, I'd have kept my mouth shut and just let that fly under the radar that I missed that dinner. Yes. Also, I do have an um, a Biggest L update from uh, it's really it's really a blast from the past here from from Biggest L Biggest Dub, and that's when Usher gave that girl, you know, that thing that comes back with you even from Vegas. Is that? Yeah, the H word. Oh. And I'm not talking about H-E double hockey sticks. He gave her herpes, guys. Okay, you're going to make me say it. He gave her herpes. Well, they're going through a trial right now because he's uh, getting sued by the lady. And basically, his defense has kind of been like, you jump in the fire, you might get burned. Um, let me figure out where exactly his quote is. But he's in, uh, he's in court, and this is what they have Usher quoted as during this trial. So that he gave this girl herpes, and he says, listen, man. She assumed the risk of getting herpes by having, quote, casual, unprotected sexual intercourse and or oral sex. So it's on her. That's pretty much according to Usher. That's just a little big cell update because he took an L a few weeks ago. He gave a girl, you know, the H word. And now she's suing him for tons of money. And he's just saying, hey, it's your fault. You knew it was going to happen. We had unprotected. You knew it was going to happen. Should have wore a dental dam. How did she know that he had the, the herp? Listen, you got to wear something. Just assume the worst. Yeah, I would always just say, please. So that's just a little biggest Do you cell have update. A that's a little honorable mention there, Practice of course. Safe sex. And our favorite honorable mention is always Mr. Hugh Freeze. Got to be struggling still. You think his wife still uh, is with him? Oh, Hugh. Was it for him or for the players? He's definitely a loser. Let's go to the dubs. Let's get happy. Yeah, let's, let's feel get happy. Good. Let's feel good about ourselves. Winners. I don't know if you remember when we teased earlier a little extension for one Detroit Lions quarterback by the name of Matthew Stafford. Ding, ding, ding. Man in the blue without pants on. Give him a trophy. Matt Stafford is the one. He got a monster contract, man. It's a five-year extension, $50 million signing bonus he just got 15 mil today i think that check's gonna clear here in about an hour My direct Lord. deposit Woo, feeling good, good. You, matthew 92 million guaranteed my goodness now matt stafford i know he was a top pick wasn't he the number one overall he pick was out of georgia well honestly i don't think he's been that great but don't take my word for it let's dive in to our wonderful kian fahey q b Bible. All right. Yep. Let me open it here. Beautiful. Matthew Stafford. I'm on the page, baby. Let's look at his short term, not short term, shorthand skill set. Matthew Stafford. Is that because he has short hands? No, no, no. But his skill set is shorthanded. Okay. What does that mean? First bullet point Matthew Stafford misses inside too often on throws outside the numbers, leads to more interceptable passes. That, not a good thing. He's a good athlete who can stand plays and escape pressure. Way to go, Matt. Exceptional 
arm talent allows him to deliver from platforms, different platforms. But his decision-making is a major, yeah, I said it, major problem. He's a gunslinger. Makes spectacular throws thanks to that arm strength, but needs more snap-to-snap consistency. Now, does that sound like a $50 million signing bonus, $92 million guaranteed quarterback to you, Walsh? When you watch Matthew Stafford play, to me, he passes the eye test. That's correct. And that means that, that he, means he looks is an above-average quarterback. It's about what's on the inside. In the NFL. It's about what's on the inside. And if you are going to pay an above-average quarterback in the NFL, that's probably about what you're going to have to pay him. I bet you Kirk Cousins ends up signing a contract that's more than that next well, offseason. So Matt Stafford, a little above-average quarterback, will say, you took a dub today, my friend. Quarterbacks in general. Kirk Cousins, like you mentioned, all the average quarterbacks, they all took a dub today because they're going to turn to that Matt Stafford contract. Aaron Rodgers here pretty soon is going to turn to that Matt Stafford contract and scoff at it. Oh, he should get double. He, he, No question he should. We'll see what he ends up getting. It'll probably be through the roof, but hey, he'll deserve it. I don't know that Matt Stafford does, but hey, Matt, good for you. You get the biggest dub of the week, my friend. Who now, do you think pays for dinner when him and Clayton Kershaw go out? Ooh, it's Couple probably just a high coin school flip. Buddies. Tonight it's on Matt, but usually it's on Clayton because that boy's raking it in. Yeah. Absolutely. That's baseball money, man. We don't mess with baseball money. Honorable mentions here. Uh, now this is where my next, uh, I think my first tease right there at the jump of the show, talking about Game of Thrones. Listen, honorable mention to all the non-Game of Thrones watchers because ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to hear about it for another, what is it, 18 months? Oh, that's all you're going to hear about. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. This past weekend, we got the W because Game of Thrones is season finale over 18 months between the next season. So we don't have to hear these mother bleepers yap about it for 18 months. I couldn't be happier <laughs> myself. Psych. Shout out to all you Game of Thrones. A lot of haters. A lot of haters, All of man. you people with lives out there. A lot of we haters, took a man. Dub this a lot week, of haters. And Eric G. follows a hater, man. A hater for Game of Thrones, man. I'm going to make sure I mention Game of Thrones every single podcast we do between now and then. You know who else gets an honorable mention for the dub this week? Who? Mr. Ryan ESPN Russillo. Did you hear what happened to him? You're giving him a win. I'm giving him a win. Now, here's why. Last week, he was on vacation. He was in Wyoming, partying in the mountains, I guess. Had a little cabin up there. Had a little condo. I don't know what it was. Naked. Well, he's on vacation. The dude went a little hard. Went a little naked. On Grandpa's old cough medicine there. Well, they ended up finding him drunk, pants to the ankles, in bed in someone's condo that was not his. These people did not know who he was, and he was clearly inebriated. No one was with him. He was by himself. Now, listen, that means he had a hell of a week last week. So he would have taken a dub last week if, if he was we would have had. Yeah, if he would have had the girl collection, that would have been guaranteed dub. But he gets a dub for, listen, he obviously had a good time. The dude was loving his life. He's on vacation. He's in the mountains. He's pantsless, hammered. Passed out drunk. What a day. Well, he's taking a dub this week as an honorable mention because through all that fun, all that great time, it could have turned into a disaster for him in his ESPN career. ESPN comes out that says this week he'll be back next week. We're going to have a little break. Let him ride that hangover for about a week, chill out in the mountains a little bit more. He'll be back to work September 5th. Wow. What a dub for you, Mr. Russillo. 
great party week last week, followed by keeping your job at ESPN this week. You, my friend, are an MVP. Unbelievable. Winning. And that's it for Big Sell, Big Stuff. I like it. ESPN, a company that's usually so strict. I know, Didn't right? pull the trigger, huh? Not on that talent. Rosillo's got the guns now. He's probably got the best guns at ESPN. I'm going to call it now. Besides the former players. Like, you know, if, when, when uh, Ryan Clark podcast, walks Zach into Wolchuk, the studio, he's Eric probably Chiafala, pumping guns. Producer Bam. That's the first half of the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a quick break. When we do come back, we're getting more into the pigskin. So stay tuned to the nosebleed seats. Thank God. Hello, I'm Robert of the Diamond Broker. Over the past 30 years, many jewelry stores have come and gone, but we are still here. We are Dallas's original Diamond Broker, and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and a proven track record with thousands of satisfied customers sets us apart. The Diamond Broker has been the go-to source for loose diamonds, engagement rings, and special occasion jewelry. We were one of the first companies in DFW to offer diamonds directly from the cutters. With over $2 million in loose diamonds to choose from, the Diamond Broker is the most respected wholesale broker because we guarantee the color, clarity, and cut of every diamond sold. We offer good old-fashioned value and service, no gimmicks and no hassles. When shopping for an engagement ring, a pre-owned Rolex, or special occasion diamonds, visit the Diamond Broker. Ask around. Someone you know has done business with us. The Diamond Broker, Dallas original Diamond Broker at Preston and Forest in Dallas or on the web at diamondbrokerdallas.com. Hey, guys. This is Chris Sly, the fantasy guy from The Morning Rant. This is how the show is now. Coach is gone. We've gone completely monotone. I'm hoping that you're going to listen every weekday, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This ain't like those other WBLZ shows, damn it. This is like Mr. T in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Chains around my neck because they dangle low to my sandals with socks with WBLZ sandals. Because I got shirts and sandals and hats and pants and shorts and boxes and tattoos. Because I don't give a damn. This is the morning rant. Talk like it. This ain't the other shows. They don't censor us. They try to censor us. They do censor us because we ain't those other guys. We make those other guys quit. We made them tap out. They wear shirts that say tap out on them. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Real cool, bro. Yeah, real cool, you quitter. We don't tap out. We fight to the bitter end. Look at my teeth. You know what I mean. Looks like I fight with crack, but I don't. I fight sports fans. I believe LeBron James the greatest. Me, bro. Shut up. I don't want to hear that crap. This is the morning rant. This is WBLZ Sports. If you're a real sports fan, this is where you're supposed to be. If you're a cupcake, Candy Cane world, this ain't where you're supposed to be. No Candy Cane. I already proved that once. I like cupcakes. Love cupcakes. I eat them every day. Everything. Just like if you're a cupcake, come around, I'll eat you too. This is the morning rant, WBLZsports.com. I'm the coach, my favorite. You want real sports dogs? That's where you come. <laughs> Chris I has nothing for it. That's it. Hey, this is Webb from the 8-Bit Bros, and I got to tell you, whether it be for your industrial, commercial, or residential needs, Gen Services is the electrical contractor for you. The Gen Services team has the expertise, commitment, and educational years to help you solve all of your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call no matter the size of the job at 740-438-7173. Mention WBLZ Sports and you'll get a discount. That's Gen Services, 740-438-7173. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, E. Glaze, one half of the dopest sports show on radio, the Crush Sports Talk. 
Check us out every Tuesday through Thursday right here on WBLZ Sports from 3 to 5 p.m. The dopest sports show on radio with your boy E. Glaze and Macy O'Hurd right here on WBLZ Sports. We've got balls. Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. He has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial, or residential. Doug Peffer covers it all. Is your house looking ugh? We'll call on Doug. Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. 404 966 3361. Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo. A little old school. Producer Bab. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Yeah. Is that some Kevin Rudolph on it, here? It is, my friend. Let, Let it, it freaking rock. rock for baby. this last. Portion of the show, and as advertised, we will do this last half with the rest of our division previews. We will then get weird, and we will close with a little bit of trade news in the National Basketball Association. But it is now for the third set of divisions in our NFL season preview leading up to next Thursday night season opener. And this time, it is the AFC and NFC Southern Divisions that we will be breaking down. Oh, man, the AFC South always gets everybody riled up. Who's that, the Jaguars? Talking Texans, baby? Yeah, we are. The Colts and the Titans? Woo! Which one are we starting with? How about we start with the good old Houston Texans, Bab's favorite Team. Second favorite team. Remember, he's more loyal to the Steelers, even though he's from Houston. Even but he, though, he loves but he, Vance. But he, but he, Vance did it for him. Yeah, Vance is really his favorite player, but the Texans are phenomenal, even though it's all about the Steelers. Go steal Curtin. Give me some Bill O'Brien. Deshaun Watson for MVP. Love Vance. Love the Steelers. Steel City. A lot going on. And looking to the end zone, he has Hopkins, and he has a touchdown. Bounce back here for DeAndre Hopkins. Do you think it happens? Uh, yeah, dude, he's a total stud. He's finally got himself a quarterback that can play. Babs chubbing for Watson already, even though he's more of a Steelers fan. But he, but, but don't get him wrong, he's he also likes the Texans. He's definitely from Houston. He loves them. But 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 go Steelers. I think it's all about DeAndre Hopkins this year, man. Draft him in fantasy, unless you already have your draft like Walchick in which case you're a bleep hole. And I passed on him for Keenan Allen. Did you really? Injury prone. I would have gone Hopkins all the way. That is a mistake by you, my friend. I think friend. it might be, but I'm a big, it's a PBR league, and Keenan Allen just, oh, he teases me so much in PBR. He played for a half and had 11 points. And then he never played again. Yes, but you got to think one of these years. His injuries are kind of fluky. They're ACLs, man. They're spleens and ACLs. Those don't happen all the time. <laughs> ACLs happen on the reg, unfortunately. Oh. I know from experience. To the same, did it happen to you twice? Each knee. I did oh, each knee back Lord. to back almost a year apart exactly. Oh, My man. life Do ended. not wish that on him this I year. I know I don't wish it, but I mean, listen, it's it bound can to happen. happen. Yeah. Uh, look, the Texans are a stingy, well coached team. Bab and I actually talked about this. Uh, we've been talking about this for a few years. I've always been a big Bill O'Brien guy, and I think he's always done a hell of a coaching job. With lesser, they've got a talented roster, but the fact that he's been able to win games and make the playoffs without a quarterback that is really 
any good. O'Brien came across the D hole to me, man, on uh, on Hard, Hard Knocks, Knocks a couple last years year? ago. Really? He was kind of he was a little bit D holy to me. He was funny because coaches just crack you up when they get mad and angry and cussy, but he was a D bag. He really was. So JJ uh, Watts, uh, the most charitable man in the world, and Clowney's still a stud. They're gonna have a great defense. So. If, if Watson can hang in there, listen, you're not winning much with a rookie quarterback unless you're Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. I don't see them being that. I think they're going to be – I think you're going to see growth from from the team in general. But, listen, how long can that defense just carry that they team? They went 9-7 and seven a year ago. Yes. Do you think Deshaun Watson's an improvement over the Brock Osweiler, Tom Savage tandem that won nine games last year? Yes, it has to be because it doesn't get any worse than that. But still, rookie quarterbacks, just that inconsistency, you just never really know. Are they going to have, when the season gets a little bit long, are How they used to How is that offensive line in Houston, games? Bab? It's not terrible, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, it's not the best. Is it above it's, average? Yeah, or, it's above or do they average. need work? It is? It's I think average. I would say I would have put With it in Lamar the average Miller range, maybe not. and Deontay Foreman, I think you can have a solid running game. I do love New Hopkins. I mean, the dude is a freak. He's one of the most talented receivers in the league. The problem is they've had a lot of injuries around him. Will Fuller's out for the year. I think Jalen Strong got hurt in this past preseason game. So receivers are just dropping like yeah, flies. Yeah, receivers are dropping like flies. Another reason not I think to they're going to be around fantasy. just like the Ravens, like eight to ten wins, Till and that might get you this division potentially. You know, we'll talk about the Titans coming up next, mm. but this is a division that's not too good. The Titans, though, let's let's go to them. I like them a lot. We've t- we've mentioned them several times. We're big Mariota guys. Yes, we are. And uh, we went through that Peter King Sports Illustrated preview of rankings. He had the Titans, I think, is the third best team in football. Overzealous, but it's okay. I like the Titans. Let's hear about it. And there's Murray finding some daylight. Murray across the 50, across the 40. Murray going to be in for the touchdown. They got Murray and Henry as their backs. I bet... I'm going to say now that Henry ends up their starter by week eight, whether that's because Murray got banged up or that's because Henry just totally came out of his shell. He's going to be on my fantasy roster. He's not you think now he's better than DeMarco Murray. yet, but I, I think the only way he starts is injury. I don't think he's starting over DeMarco. I think DeMarco is a better back. I, I just think before the end of the season, I've seen some, some, a little bit of Titans preseason and Henry's wowed me a little bit. So that's why I'm just going on my own limb here and saying Henry's going to be their bell cow by week eight. If DeMarco gets hurt, which he does have a tendency for injuries throughout his career, I'm a big DeMarco Murray fan. He was amazing last year. I think he was third in the league in rushing behind Jordan Howard and uh, Zeke Elliott. Another fantasy pro tip here. Don't forget about Delaney Walker. He, he likes yes. to fall under the radar a little bit. Oh, you probably, so good. Did you draft him? I have had him. I had him two years ago last year. I had him. I had him multiple. But you don't leagues. have him now. No, I got Jimmy Graham. But you already drafted. Haven't drafted in our league though. You're dang right. That's because uh, we have self-respect. Okay. As the uh, in the business as usual. League. You say what you want. By the way, I think I'm going. Uh, I think I'm going with the. Help me with my fantasy name here. Should I be the Wizard Sleeves or should I be? Should I be the Butt Snorklers? The Butt Snorklers. Okay, so For you sure. don't know what wizard sleeve means then? No. All right, go ahead and Urban Dictionary it. All you listeners that don't know what wizard sleeve is, get with Bab the times. Do that get too. with the times. Eric Decker been brought in. Uh, he's been brought in. Logan Ryan. Is he the sexiest guy John in football? John Cibrian. Decker, he's real got quick. one of the sexiest wives. He's top three. He's top three. Adoree Jackson, Corey Davis. 
Uh, the Titans don't have a good roster. They do have a good roster. They do have a good offensive line. And really, I think Mariota's ready. Yeah, okay. it's their defense that that concerns you. Nah. They get pass rush, man. Jarrell Casey underrated. Yeah, Brian Arakbo was back to being Brian Osakpo last year. Bab's got that look in his eye like he's just Urban Dictionary wizard sleeve, and I don't know how he feels right now. Bab, you want to uh, express your feelings about no. the wizard sleeves? No comment. No, okay, no, no. So come on, I gotta know. He, he, he's saying no. I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think Bab's got the juice to read whatever it's about. Is it to that say. bad? Oh, not again. Not as bad as Reverse Blumpkin. No, well, if it's not as well, bad as Reverse Blumpkin, what are we doing one? here, Bab? Why, why are you tensing up the show here? You're a real inward bum-ass right now. I hope you know that. You're being a real <laughs> inward bum-ass, not an outward one. Waltzik's reading it in silence, but he's giggling to himself. That means he's reading the <laughs> definition for wizard sleeve. Go ahead and give it to me. As he began to shag her, he realized the entrance to her nunny was like a wizard sleeve. No, okay, so that was like that was for some context there. That was like using it in a sentence. Well, but what about a definition? lower region has been hammered than much. Wow. What? Oh. So should I be the wizard sleeves? Can we just call it? Or the butt snorkelers? Which do you prefer? I'm gonna be the butt snorkelers. Okay. Actually, yeah. I take Is there that an back. Urban dictionary definition for that too. I'm the wizard sleeves. The butt snorkelers, I would assume, is like eating booty. Uh, there's a good uh, sticking your nose in that. Yeah, I mean you're going snorkeling in some butt. That's uh, I mean I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. Unlike an inward bum ass, butt <laughs> snorkeling seems pretty self-explanatory to me. All right, Titans winning this division. Yeah, yes. No, Andrew. Ah, dang it. Are you gonna do this to me right now? Sure, I'll give it. You to think you. they're competing for the division? Let's go to the Colts then. No, no, no. I'm giving you the Titans, and here's why. I'm doing it too. Here's why. They just have a better team. I don't like Chuck Pagano. He says nothing. Ever. I don't think he's a good coach. I don't think they've done well with the roster. Even though they've done better this offseason, you can't turn that crappy roster. Andrew Luck into shouldn't much. play. He should sit out Andrew the Luck, Andrew Luck out for a better team. Not for more money, just for a better team. It's the out first of there. all time. Will this be the first time in the history of sports that a guy holds out not for more money, but just because he might die on the field because the people protecting him are so bad? And his team sucks so bad that he knows there's no reason for him to play. That's exactly why he shouldn't play. But that would be the first time ever. I think he should hold out. And he definitely should. Imagine him on the Jacksonville Jaguars. He'd be a pioneer of the holdouts. Wow. Imagine that. Ooh, they'd be good. They would. They. Uh, you just never want to say Jacksonville would be good in any scenario. But they'd be good. But they would be better than what they have now. They'd be good. Which is Blake Osweiler. I combined <laughs> it the two worst quarterbacks in NFL history. Actually, no, because Orlovsky's okay, got to be thrown in there Osweiler somewhere. Osweiler got traded to Jacksonville. Do you think he'd start over Portals? Um, I think you no. have a hell of a competition. <laughs> that I Bortles mean, I think is they probably would be, the favorite in. They, yeah, that Bortles is probably the Which favorite Which quarterback in. situation is worse, Chicago or Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Really? Jacksonville. I think Chicago Jacksonville. Is. No, because well, you think why. the upside of Trubisky? Yeah, I, because fair, at that's least fair. the bottom line is he's an unknown. At le- you know you have nothing in Chad Henney. You know you have nothing in Blake Bortles. You know you have nothing in Mike Glennon. But maybe, even though his name's Mitch Trubisky, which basically means he doesn't have a shot at being successful. Do you think that's a worse name than Vance? No, Vance is, we've already determined, one of the greatest names in the history of, it is. of life. I'm glad, okay. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. 2018. Calling it now. Dak Prescott. Now, if you, do we go to the do we go to the Jaguars? Tom Wrong. Coughlin, Wrong. Doug yeah. Marone? Um, you know, I hate Doug Marone. I, I know I you hate them. That's why I Doug felt Marone. like you'd have them as like the last place team in this division. Yes, the last place team in football. 
Ooh, really? I think they're going to be the worst team in you football You think they're this year. worse than the Jets? I think they came from the week. inside out. I did forget the New York Jets. And wow. Bears? I, I don't think the Bears will be as bad as you think they are, even though they will be very bad. I think bad. the Jaguars are better than the Bears. I think the Jaguars are worse than the Bears. I think the Jaguars might be better than the Browns. I think the Jaguars are about as good as the Browns. I think the Jaguars might have a better... Ooh, man. The Jaguars are not going to be good. They might be the number one overall they, pick. They're probably they're going to be fighting for zero wins. Five or with six the Jets. games. We might have two zero sixteen. Bless you. Thank you. I get allergic anytime I, I get a little. I get the sniffles anytime I talk about okay, the Jets. Okay, Leonard Fournette. You don't think he can carry them to uh, to victory? No, I don't think he, he couldn't carry Leonard. He can. Son of a gun. He couldn't carry LSU to a victory over Alabama. Not once. So he's not touching an NFL team. Oh, well, that's an NFL defense. I, mm, of all pros. Well, these are actual NFL defenses, and he's going to do on the verge of nothing because, because, because he doesn't have a quarterback. There's no threat other than okay, Leonard Fournette. But that defense is very good. Great. And they've, awesome. they've got now a guy that can can run the ball. So you put defense, good running game. That is the Garbage remedy quarterback playing for Doug Marone success. As your head coach. So you think Doug Marone follies it, and so does the quarterback? Yes. I don't like Jacksonville either this year, but I do think they've got talent. I think they're better than those other teams that you named. Doesn't like Jacksonville this year, but it's Tennessee's division to win. Yes, because the Colts, as much as they have Andrew Luck, they also have practically a Doug Marone in Chuck Pagano as their no. That team is just terrible, and they have a terrible roster. I'm usually a Colts supporter, but I'm ugh, it's disgusting, and I love Andrew Luck, and I'm so sad that he's got to be there. I think the Texans. Are the next best team. Titans division champs, and I'm with you. Uh, no, I think Andrew Luck is better than the Texans. That's how highly I think of Andrew Luck. Look, but that's just I'm me. with you on that, but I think he's going to sit out the year. Oh, you, you're calling the holdout. I think he should, yeah. I'm calling it. Well, he had a ruptured spleen last time we saw he him should play. Say, F like this. ridiculousness. I'm done. I'm quitting. I don't know, man. All right, what do we got? The uh, NFC South? Yes. Got the Bucks. We got the Bucks. We got the Bucks. We got the Saints. Uh, we got the We Panthers. can start with the Bucks. That's fine. We'll start Falcons. with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the team that's on hard knocks. Yes, which, by the way, has been awesome. If you haven't watched it, it's been very suck. good. I did think I teased getting the Roberto Aguayo audio a couple weeks ago. We didn't do a show last week. I felt like it was old news now. I didn't like it on the show. I thought that it was really overdrawn. Isn't it kind of awkward to watch? You're talking about Bob? Yeah, Roberto. Yeah, he took a member biggest L for all kickers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We don't have to reminisce. I'm just no, talking about you watch the show. Hard it's a great months. segment. We should reminisce. Did you watch him get cut? I did watch him get cut. Did, how did you feel out. watching it? It should have been quicker. Yeah, it was awkward should as hell, quicker. man. And he wouldn't shut up. He wouldn't shut up. He wanted he wanted it to be drawn out. You could tell that about Bob. He wanted it like to last gonna, longer. They're going to change their mind. Like, yeah, like if I keep talking here and tell them how well, thankful you know I am for the opportunity. You know what? You know what, Bob? Never mind. Here you go. Get your butt back out We're there. We're not going to waste the goals. second round pick. And then Nick Folk goes out and misses. Yeah, he really did. They have a they have a, what is what is worse, the quarterback situation in Jacksonville, or the kicking situation in Tampa. New brewing battles mm. right down to the wire. Yes, well, Nick Folk's gotten it. I guess Bortles has too. They're going to bring in some but more. You're competition. not happy with more either of those. No, 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 not at all. So the Tampa Bay Bucks, um, Jameis Winston, you like him? That this seems like a team that's on the almost rise, like the on Titans. The come up. Yeah. That's like, okay, are they gonna are they gonna blow up here in a good way, or are they just gonna stay in that bottom feeder of the NFL area that they're in? Well, it all depends again on the quarterback. Both guys, same draft class, went one and two. I'm with I'm third year. I'm a Mariota guy myself. It's, it's which are these quarterbacks ready to take that next step? I think they've both got good athletic defenses around them. Maybe Tampa Bay's defense a little bit better than Tennessee's. 
Uh, I think the running game's better in Tennessee because the the offensive line's better in Tennessee as opposed to Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay still, with Doug Martin when he's back, Jaquiz Rogers, they can get by. And the receivers, you've got the best receiver, one of the best top five receivers right now probably in the game of football, and Mike Evans to just throw the ball up to you. And you added Deshaun Jackson a deep threat to help take, you can't have a safety, you know, safety over the top anymore to double Mike Evans, because you have to respect the speed of Deshaun Jackson. I like the roster of Tampa Bay. I think their success and how far they can go is really all on Jameis. Yeah, and Jameis will be good, 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 and then you just see a stupid, why did you make that play, totally bonehead, coaches cussing him out, what the heck were you thinking there? And if he can limit those, the Buccaneers should be pretty good. Do you think he does? Is this a, a playoff year for the Buccaneers? I think. Who farted? Oh, man. That was definitely bad. I could see it all over his face. That smells. I and can, that is exactly how it smelled in our press box all last year. I knew it was him. I can taste it. can literally taste it. Carry on with your Jameis prediction. Jameis and the Buccaneers will not make the playoffs. That's the Hard Knocks curse. I don't know if it's true or not, but okay, I'm making it up now. They're, not, they're uh, not going to the playoffs. Let's move ahead to Saints. You want to do the Saints? Let's hear from the Bayou. Let's go down. Let's get some Cajun in us. New home, Adrian Peterson. Oh, yes. Flea flicker to Sneed. Drew Brees, still a top three quarterback in the league, in my opinion. Oh, yes. Um, you've got wide receivers. I love Michael Thomas. Here's a fantasy I'm a pro tip. I'm a big Michael Thomas fan. Drew Brees is a good pickup in fantasy. Yeah, so is Michael Thomas. In case you don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Mike, Michael Thomas. Wow. Savage. That backfield, though, is a headache for a fantasy, for, for a fantasy guy. Yeah, because Ingram, the two-headed Peterson. monster now. Oh, they got gosh, Kamara. They, they drafted Kamara. Oh, my They'll goodness. They'll be coming out of the backfield. So they got they got a weapons go. Look at you. You're sneezing oh, now. Oh, we are into this. This is one, This must just be a, Trinkle. a pollen-filled room here. <laughs> so much pollen. Yes, I wish you could see the hand gesture that Eric <laughs> just did. Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo. Producer Bab talking about the NFC and uh, the NFC South right now, giving our preview. All right, so with the Saints, that defense just still isn't good enough. Not going to happen. So they're going to be in a lot of shootouts again, uh, and, and I think it, it results in another eight. Maybe their running game is finally there where they can slow the game down a little bit, but when they're at their best, they, they've got to have an opportunistic takeaway defense. That's what won them the Super Bowl, and I don't think it's there. Couldn't agree more. Let's move on now. Falcons? You want to just jump to the Falcons? Let's do it. The, the team that blew a 28-3 lead. Blew it! In the Super Bowl. Not cool. Falcons overload the right side of the Patriots offensive line. Pass is picked. Intercepted Robert Alford. He's gone. There are no flags. And the Falcons add to their lead. Alford with a pick six. That might have been the play that got them up 28-3. Next thing you know. 21-0. Brady's okay. hoisting out oh, number 21 five. 21-0. Yeah, Tommy Brady uh, whew, made a way to... I think the Falcons are still shaking their heads. I know their fans are on how the hell did that happen. I'm calling it now Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. I'm saying Super Bowl hangover, which means I retract my statement about the Buccaneers. They are going to make the playoffs. Buccaneers are making the playoffs. Buccaneers, not only that, they're winning the division, baby. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I just said it. Falcons, Super Bowl hangover. Cam Newton, we're about to get there. Carolina, I don't trust them. 
Back to the Falcons. I like the Falcons roster, but I agree with you. Hangover. I think it's it's destined to happen. Things new should, offensive coordinator. They had the magical season last year. They've got a new offensive coordinator. I don't think Matt Ryan new stadium. has near the same success he had a year ago. Not crazy about him. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think they make the playoffs either. Good weapons. What about the Carolina Panthers, a team that did suffer a Super Bowl hangover? Do they rebound this year with Cam Newton? I think they'll be better than what they were last year, but Newton's been like a little bit injured and hasn't really There's played. There's been some issues I there. I think he'd be a little rusty coming out. Now, they did beef up that offense a little bit when you look at the backfield with McCaffrey. So they got some versatility there with Stewart and McCaffrey. That's one of the better tandems in the league in terms of running backs. Uh, but I think a lot of it is going to be on Newton and how does he bounce back? I guess I don't even know. Is it just shoulder? It's his throwing shoulder, right? It's his shoulder. I, you wonder the health there. That is a concern. And that's a key. If it weren't key for thing. that, I, I think the Panthers. I would might pick them to win this division. I think they're a good team. Okay. Uh, I I think that that defense under Ron Rivera is always going to be solid. Riverboat. And I I think Kelvin Benjamin has a bounce back here. I think Devin Funchess is coming on a little bit. And I love Christian McCaffrey. I got a man crush on that kid. I think he's really, really good. Yeah, I might draft him. Yeah, you should. Fantasy. Because I think he could be Cam's best friend. When he gets in trouble, just give it up. Just give it up to Christian dinky, dinky. and I let saw, him do his thing. I did see a play of McCaffrey during training camp where he's one-on-one in the passing game with Keekley. Everybody knows Luke Keekley's one of the top inside linebackers in football. Really good in coverage. And he, McCaffrey just absolutely worked Keekley. I mean, Keekley looked like he didn't belong on a football field. And it was just amazing to see McCaffrey's footwork and his quickness and his stop and go and his plant. And, and next thing you know, Keekly's on the ground. I think it's the Tampa Bay Carolina division. I think those two duke it out. I'll have my pick next week oh, on who will win that one. we call in the biz. A tease. All right, four to two. I'm up. All righty. That's fine. I got a good one there. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab on the Nosebleed Seats podcast. That is our NFC South, AFC South division preview. And now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it's time, baby. Let's get a little weird, shall we? Yeah. Let's just get vaped out right now. I'm looking to get weird. Me too. That's weird, man. Guys, ready to get weird tonight or what? Don't say weird shit. Time to get weird with Wolchuk, baby. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Oh, man, let's get weird. I'm tingly down there, Wolchuk. You know it. You know it. Let's get weird with Wolchuk, episode 28 edition. First story I got for you, peeps. Literally. Peeps. Oh. How about a little bird three-way? <laughs> what do we think? disgusting, by the way. Love Can't birds with rare disease find happiness with L- a side chick? Literal lovebirds. A pair of lovebirds with a rare condition that causes their feathers to fall out have found happiness together. But now they've added another parrot to the mix, making for a truly polyamorous relationship. <laughs> We're talking... A bird threesome? We're talking a bird threesome, and I got the audio to prove it. Take it away, bam! A few months ago, we met Lemon, an unusual-looking lovebird who suffers from a rare condition called cytosine beak and feather disease. She started life with a full set of feathers, but has since lost them all. The disease is highly contagious, so she has to be kept in isolation. But luckily, Lemon has Indy. He also has the condition, but his feathers are yet to fall out. 
The pair have been living together in blissful harmony for over three years and became an internet sensation due to their adorable pairing. However, there's a new bald bird on the scene. Lovebird Rhea has recently joined the family. She'd been living with a different owner who had to leave the country and wasn't able to take Rhea with her because of her contagious condition. Their owners were worried about how Lemon would react to the new addition, but the Baldies bonded immediately. Lemon's owners also discovered that Indy is quite the stud, as new addition Rhea instantly fell for his feathery charms. And it seems Indy's love of one bald bird didn't stop at Lemon, as he also took up a liking for newbie Rhea. But all was not lost for Lemon, as a polyamorous relationship seemed to be just what the doctor ordered for this joyful threesome, who found new happiness and contentment in their own lovebird love triangle. It's such a happy and beautiful story. If you were to watch this video, okay, you've got these two naked birds. Sexy? I mean, they look like little little Cornish hens. If you've ever gotten those from the grocery store, you bring it. I mean, they're, they're naked little birdies. On the scale of one to sexy, where are we looking? Oh, they're at 10, baby. Nice. I like my birds just with skin and no feathers. Well, yeah, so, so you got one these two. male bird, there two was, female birds? There was one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, so, so there, we have there was one naked naked bird. We have a Le'Veon Bell situation with this disease. She had found a partner in this furry parrot. Oh then yeah, they find this other naked bird because they join together and they both are deciding we like this other furry parrot. So the three of them just live together in unanimous harmony in one big love triangle. It's a beautiful thing. It sounds beautiful. That must be a huge nest they have up in the tree. I think that the parrots got quite a nest, and they snuggle up to it. All three of them. All three can fit in there. They really are, and they're actually there. Is, so there is such a thing as lovebirds. Like I always, like you always yes. hear the term no, like lovebirds. They are. They're lovebirds. They're literal lovebirds. They're in love with each other, and they are birds, aka lovebirds. Man. Next story I've got for How you. How progressive. It's it's twenty seventeen, baby. Everything Sheesh. goes. A New York City subway. Like the like the restaurant. No. Can't stand that place. The actual subway. The workers on this New York City subway say... I'm a Jersey, uh, Jersey Mike's guy myself. I do love a good Jersey Mike's sub. Man, that Philly mm. cheese. Oh, my gosh. Don't the even 43, baby, with that Chipotle mayo. 13 inches. Of goodness. I eat it all. Meaty and cheesy deliciousness. One bite. One bite. You should see it. I would like to. Sexier than those birds you were just the... watching. No, no, no. You should watch the video for those no, it's birds. way sexier. Oh, man, David Moy of the uh, Huffington Post, by the way, sharing that, also shares this story about New York City subway workers saying dead bodies are being stored in their bathrooms. Okay, so we have a so, so we have these sandwich makers go to the bathroom, they wash no, no, their no, hands. No sandwiches. And they find dead people in the bathroom. Have you ever been how, to New, to New York could, City? How could you expect somebody to make a good sandwich while you got dead people in the bathroom? That's a great question, but this isn't a Subway Eat Fresh restaurant. This is the New York City subway public transportation vehicle. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. No no cold meats here. Okay, so they actually don't even, they well, don't have subways think in about it. New York. Oh, there's cold meats. <laughs> oh, pew, 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 bad pew, pew, with pew. the one-liner, baby. Employees in the New York City subway believe they can improve their working environment with one teensy-weensy, itsy-bitsy change in protocol. Stop storing dead bodies in their break rooms and bathrooms. That is a health code violation, man. Let's hear what this news story 
had to say. I'd refuse to eat there, by the way. Want to use the bathroom? Open the door and they're in there. They're in there with the body. LaShawn Jones says she'll never forget it. A few years ago, she walked into an employee restroom and saw a dead body, a person who committed suicide just a short time before her shift. While oh, EMS God. personnel were in the restroom, Jones says there were no signs of any kind indicating the bathroom was out of order and shouldn't be used. Very disturbing. I I was disgusted. What's even more upsetting is the lack of cleanup afterwards. Jones says even later in the day, the body was removed, but a bloody mess was left behind in the bathroom sink. Then they come in to see that. That's ridiculous. The Transit Workers Union says they have brought this issue up in the past. <laughs> Last year, in fact, and still, nothing has been done. It's person. happening more often, and members are talking about it. Unfortunately, holding a deceased person until the medical examiner it's arrives is a long-standing practice. The bodies are often kept in a utility closet, an employee restroom, or the break room. In a statement, the MTA says it is of the utmost importance that anyone who dies in the subway is removed from the tracks and public spaces like platforms as quickly as possible. <laughs> they go on to say the placement and removal of bodies are handled by NYPD and the New York City Medical Examiner, and we're discussing with TWU officials how any of the current practices can be enhanced for the comfort of our workers. We're not forensic specialists. We need some professional. If they want to train the cleaners, train them and pay them more. They'll, we'll do it. But as of now, that's not our job. <laughs> oh my God! What a great if you want to train the cleaners, there. if you want to train the cleaners, oh train them, pay them more, so they can know how to properly dispose of these dead bodies. Imagine this. You're riding a long voyage of the subway. You got to take a shice. Hungry as hell. You want that foot <laughs> Walk long. right into the bathroom to relieve yourself. Boom. There's a dead body. Gosh, that's not appetizing. Or they actually do dispose of the dead body. You walk in there. And there's a bloody mess, literally, of blood. A bloody mess of blood. All over the place. Man, not cool. I don't think I could boo in there. Oh, no, I could. You could? Oh, yeah. You no, I could. sick man. No, I, I don't actually go in, in public restrooms. Even though, you know, subway restaurants usually have pretty clean bathrooms. So in this situation, you know, I, I might go ahead and just drop that grumper. Well, there's, what if there's a dead body right next to you? No, I'm just talking about the puddle of blood. Okay. I can get past that. But not the body. No, no, no. But I'm still not going to eat this. So, like, these homeless people are dying and they're just throwing them in bathrooms and closets. I mean, what the hell? No, but for the record, I would drop a deuce there, but I would not eat there. Okay. I would go to a different So restaurant. you wouldn't take your sandwich into the bathroom and eat it? No, 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 no. That's actually um, pro tip. Don't ever do that. Ever? No. No matter where you are. I don't want. care if you're in a brand new bathroom What if you're in a never Bucky's that's apparently got the cleanest bathrooms ever? Okay, that is an actual fact. <laughs> the bu the Bucky's bathroom, I swear yeah, they, have, they have someone that's watching, and every time someone goes to the bathroom... They follow them in there, and as soon as they're done, they go and clean whatever area they were just in. I mean, it is always a pristine bathroom. But even then, don't go in there and eat, man. Be sick. A Pennsylvania woman is cheesed off after finding what she claims was a rodent baked into the bun of a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Oh, God. Dude, Walchick. 
This one hits close to home. Yeah, man. You're an employee damn near. Ellen Manfaludi of Northampton is suing the Chick-fil-A in Middletown for 50 grand for the extreme nausea. That's it? And anxiety she suffered after she discovered the extra protein back in November. Listen, Chick-fil-A is doing pretty well for themselves. I think she could probably get more than 50 grand. This 46-year-old woman had just started eating the sandwich in a conference room at work when, quote, I felt something funny on the bottom of the bun. Like funny. I turned it over. I said to my coworker, they burned my roll really bad. So she threw the sandwich on the table. And then when her coworker noticed something in the sandwich beyond the listed ingredients, quote, I realized it was a small rodent of some sort. I could see the whiskers and the tail. Manfulti's attorney, William M. Davis, said the experience was terrible for his client. Quote, this case is certainly outrageous in what the restaurant could serve something like this to a customer without noticing what they were doing. It's also had a terrible effect on my client who is still trying to move past both the immediate physical shock and nausea as well as the lasting emotional shock of the incident. Davis sent what was left of the tainted bun to a lab recommended by the bakery that had made the bun. The lab confirmed the presence of a rat or a mouse baked into the bun, and since then, the bakery and the franchise have stonewalled attempts to resolve the matter, which is why the lawsuit was filed this week. I do there love- is a picture. It is disgusting. What the hell? I do love how they had to take it to get it tested just to for sure confirm that so it we was know a rodent that it was in the bread, even though the, the whiskers and the tail and, and the rodent in the sandwich, I guess, just wasn't a dead giveaway. Hey, but thank God they're they're being thorough, man. Now, if this was Heineken, they would say that this is a lie that they've planted those. Oh yeah, that dude had a gecko mice. in his yeah, beard. Yeah, just like the gecko. I will say this: working at a Chick Fil A, uh, they Chick Fil A gets their buns delivered from an outside company. Therefore, liability wise, yeah, your co- your your workers. It's mind blowing to me that a kitchen staff member wouldn't have noticed that. Because we put all of our buns through a toaster, mm. you would think that that would be felt when lifting the bun or seen it. There's there's a lot of time to see the bun before putting it and creating the sandwich. It's shocking to me, uh, disgusting by the kitchen staff member. But you don't in my opinion, for it, right? But I, you no, don't stand I, I don't for, stand for it. That would be disgusting. But I don't see Chick Fil A as being completely liable since they're not the ones that delivered these buns. They simply buy these buns they're just the from a consumer. They're the middleman. I think this is on the baked company, not Chick-fil-A necessarily. And that does it for this edition of Let's Get Weird with Wolchuk. Episode 28 edition, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bam. We are running short on time, but we have to at least get in, and we can talk more about it next week because maybe then this trade will be finalized. But a huge blockbuster trade went down last week. We were all ready to rock and talk about it, then we didn't do the show um, due to family emergency reasons, as we talked about on our Maymac special in Vegas. But Kyrie Irving is out of Cleveland, she. He has been traded. He is now a Boston Celtic. Holy freaking what? Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder are now joining King LeBron in Cleveland. You're and kidding. Kyrie is taking his talents to, to South Boston. Beach. Ooh, that ain't quite as... Quite as nice. No, Miami. I'm sure, he'd rather to work be in out South a deal. Beach. Uh, well, he's Poor chilling Kyrie. in Boston, where he's got a legitimate chance now to. Once LeBron leaves this offseason, 
to go to multiple, multiple NBA Finals. You pair him with Gordon Hayward. Some of the pieces that they've got there with Tatum and Brown, their draft picks. Now, I can see why Gordon Hayward goes there because he's going to fit right in in Boston. Can't say the same for Kyrie. That right there would get us fired. Really? Yeah, I think so. On the big stage? Yeah, I, I don't think we could go there with that. Wow. Yeah, I think we should. I don't like that. No. I don't no. like that at all. I'm not talking some about people what I said. I'm talking about the wrong offended. way. Some might. Yeah, it's, it's great PC world. I, it, it's harmless, though. It's all in good fun. And you're right. <laughs> you mean you're I'm, right. I'm, I'm white? You are white, too. I think Kyrie's a great fit in Boston. And, and for the compensation, and it's not done yet because Isaiah Thomas apparently failed a physical. Um, he's he's getting, doing dealing with some health stuff. I saw him tweet or Instagram, whatever the kids are doing these days. I noticed the NBA saying his health's good. He's ready to rock. But Cleveland wants just a little more sweetener to finalize these deals because NBA trades are weird and bizarre. So what will probably happen is Boston's still holding on deeply to three first-round picks. They'll probably send another first-round pick. Cleveland's way. I like this trade for both teams. If you have to trade Kyrie, he was unhappy. It was going to cause conflict. You're at least getting Isaiah Thomas, who had a hell of a season last year. Jay Crowder, who's a really good player, both sides of the floor, hustle guy, good rebounder, scrappy dude to take on Golden State. But the cream of the crop in terms of this trade and, and what Cleveland received is that Nets pick that is unprotected and probably going to be a top three pick for sure. So that's something that Cleveland can hang their hats on. If LeBron up and leaves, Isaiah Thomas, he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. There's no way they're going to pay him what he wants. He up and leaves. Okay, at least you can take comfort in knowing, all right, we gave up all this stuff, but at least we got a top three pick in the NBA draft. That's probably the best you were going to do. I didn't think when Kyrie kind of forced the issue here and damn near made it impossible for them not to be able to get rid of him. They were going to have to send him somewhere. I think they were going to be able to get as much as they got for him. And Isaiah Thomas, as long as that hip, and that's kind of the big question here, is that hip going to be okay? And it's funny because Isaiah Thomas, it's like Cleveland's like, whoa, whoa, he's got a hurt hip. Yeah, he missed uh, he missed the final two playoff games in y'all series because, oh yeah, because of that hip injury. So let's not act like we didn't hear about it before, Cavaliers. But good for them. Good for Kyrie. I hope they do. I mean, I think... Pew, 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 pew. I don't know how much better... I don't know how much better it makes... I mean, I guess if you're the team who... I think it makes Boston in, better. In the NBA... And I can't wait to see those two play each other in the conference finals. Trade, it's going to be fun. Oh, yes. fun. No, that is no question. That is the best part about this is when they meet in the Eastern Conference Finals, unless the Miami Heat have anything to say about it. That matchup's going to be incredible between LeBron James and The Wizards and Kyrie might have a better shot at the saying Wizards something sleeves? about it. Yeah, the Wizards sleeves. The Washington Wizards sleeves? Yeah, yeah. I love Kyrie going to Boston. I'm imagining the logo that team yeah. it's not very good it's gross uh it's gross uh overall though, yeah I, mean, I think you're right i think you're right i think that cleveland with this trade is able to still stay competitive and still has a team around lebron that can compete to win a championship Wait, so, so are you saying i mean are you are you now leaning towards boston's way in terms of making the finals this year i think they've or got a, i still... think they've got a chance in a seven game series yeah i do yeah but, yeah, but how how good of a chance are we talking here? Because I still take LeBron. I'm still yeah, I still, still go LeBron. LeBron. I think he's the best player on the planet. I don't planet. think Kyrie. Once you lose I'd go Avery 65, Bradley, 65-35. You're the Celtics. You lose Avery Bradley. You lose Jay Crowder, and you lose Isaiah Thomas, and you get back in return Kyrie Irving and I don't Gordon know. Hayward. Sure, Gordon Hayward for sure. Okay, yeah. I mean, 
the depth isn't going to be quite that's, there. That's a potential MVP candidate yeah. along with an all-star. No, you're totally right. You're totally right. But is Kyrie is Kyrie the same Kyrie without LeBron? You know that he was with LeBron because we've could seen be a the better best of Kyrie in the LeBron. last three years. I don't see we how that Russell could possibly Westbrook happen. Win the MVP his first year without Kevin Durant. I think you could see a, a similar Kyrie Irving without LeBron. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't see. Uh, I don't think it's the same. I'm pretty sure Kyrie would have like one of the most the highest usage rates, even with LeBron. LeBron makes everyone better. Kevin Durant. Oh, not LeBron the kind makes of player. everybody better. But I think but Kyrie Kevin Irving Durant's... by himself is still a top. Five to ten player in the NBA, easy. I would, I would just have to disagree with you. I think with really? LeBron, he's probably a top ten player. Without LeBron, I'm saying he's probably. Closer I guess to I'm higher on Kyrie than you are. Yeah, I, I think I, I Kyrie Irving so. is a budding superstar. Well, and potentially I, best point guard in the league. Okay, well now, now's his time to prove it. Yeah, it is. Now's his time to prove and it. And I think he will. I think Boston's going to be very, very good. But and as soon as LeBron leaves Cleveland and goes to LA this summer. I think they are the team that will be the kings of the Eastern Conference for the next five years. But I don't think the comparison of LeBron James to Kevin Durant in terms of Kevin Durant. I'm not, not trying to get into that comparison. No, stuff. But I, no, I'm just giving an example of you saw one guy playing with another superstar. That superstar leaves, and then he's truly shines his all his true potential. But Kevin Durant's not the kind of player that makes others around him better, whereas LeBron definitely is that I kind get of that, player. But I think Ky- I think I'm just leaning towards I think Kyrie is that good. All right, fair enough. It was a big trade. It was fun. Huge. We'll see if it goes final. If I'm Cleveland, I'm demanding Jason Tatum. I don't even want another pick. I want Jason Tatum, the rookie that you guys just drafted out of Duke, who's a filthy animal. Yeah, there's no way that they give him up, though. I, I don't see it either. I don't and think that's just happening. just quickly, I think his name's Justin Varden or something like that. He covers the Cavaliers. As of like yesterday or the day before, Cleveland had not reached out to Boston for any more compensation than what they've already received. So who knows if they end up getting any more. Maybe they won't. Anyways, we, we'll have to wait to see. No Split Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafala, producer Bab. By the way, this past weekend at the box office, lowest box office numbers since 2001. People aren't going out to see the movies. Maybe that's because there's not much out there to see. And Maymac fight was crazy. Everybody was in Vegas. One, two and a half million. It made two and a half million dollars from big screen audiences. Next week, by the way, it's the first weekend of college football. Alabama, Florida State, Saturday night. You've got Florida and Michigan. I'm sure all you people out there that are rooting for your favorite college teams will be geared up and ready to rock from Thursday night all the way till Monday when this first opening weekend wraps. We'll have all the recap and reaction for you next show, as well as we'll wrap this NFL preview. And we'll get it's just going to be all about the pigskin, baby. There's no more fight stuff. There's no more May Mac. We'll talk maybe a little bit more of this Kyrie stuff, but enjoy the opening weekend of college football. We'll have reaction and then we'll preview the opening weekend of the NFL season. Football's here. And it is the king. Thank you very much for tuning in. We love all of you. This has been a No Split Seats podcast production. We will see you next week for episode 29. Hugs and hand pounds. Hugs, hugs, and hand pounds, everybody. Come poised. Bum ass inward. <laughs>